This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Happy Friday to everybody. We have the legend himself, Michael Stone, debuting here. Right on the Valenny Show with Rico. Stoney. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up? Wow, I get to, my second show ever with you. That's right. We're going to have some fun. We did a uh, pregame show. Yes, we did. Lions, Lions pregame show. But all the decades of listening to you on the air, I finally get the opportunity to actually do a real show with you. Not that Lions pregame show isn't a real show. But you, yes, Monday but through Friday. You know what I mean. Four so. hours of putting up with this guy. So, hey, Stoney, he's here. Um... We got some Lions that we're going to talk about. We got some college football stuff we want to talk about. But first, yeah, we want to talk about what happened last night. Detroit Red, Red Wings lose 5-3. to three. I'm going to keep this simple for the people. I'm going to keep it simple for everybody. And, and Kenny decided to grace us today. Unless he went to the game, I don't know. He may have been the guy that threw the octopus on the He wasn't ice. here yesterday? Well, he wasn't here uh, a couple days. Ago. Oh, he was okay. down at the Wings game, but okay. he didn't know that we knew that. Was not down at the Wings game <laughs> playing uh, hooky for hockey. Was this simply look? The Wings were on a six-game winning streak. Yeah, that they were bound to lose a game. They were playing the the Islanders, who, they, as Kenny told me, they, they're kind of what the Wings were last year. They're trying to get into the playoffs, but they're on the 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 other side, and they're. They made a coaching change. Right, they're really trying time. hard. They're desperate. Right. It was a desperate game for them. The Wings were eventually, they, were, they weren't going to win every game. No. Was it simply just, and that, and yes, and now they, they have what, Florida coming up. Yeah. The, so, Pan, the Panthers are now the, have the most points in the league. So, yeah. But Saturday weekend afternoon games, if I'm not mistaken, I think the last time the Wings had to deal with that, Vancouver uh, had the best, most points in the league, and the the Wings dispatched of them, if my memory's correct. I don't know. So is it just the Wings lost the game, or? Yeah. Or, and I'm going to leave it to the people, and I'm going to leave it to probably the most superstitious fan base in sports. 248-539-9797. Did it have anything to do oh, with not... the new logo oh. on the jersey? I thought you were going, the Wings are winless on leap. I have no idea. Oh, no, no. The Waste Management logo 
on their jersey. No, the, yeah, the priority waste priority. management, whatever yeah. it was. Yes. Yes, it had everything to do with that. And I, first of all, would like to say, I told you all this would happen. <laughs> Yesterday, the second they put that logo on the jersey, I said, you put garbage on an iconic jersey, you will get garbage output. And that is exactly okay. what happened. I told you and I told David, who I think is coming around to my side of thinking. For the hockey elite out there, 248-539-9797, do you really believe because of the priority, was it priority waste company, that this is a bad omen for the wings. And now all of a sudden things are going to change. Or is it simply just hockey and sports and you're not going to win every game. And you probably, you may lose their game coming up this weekend. It has nothing to do with the patch. But Kenny, Kenny was sold on it yesterday. He took the Islanders on the money line. He's already, I mean, the, the messages he sent us in the group text were just like, see, I told you. I told you. He was Mr. I told you so last night. Well, you're right about the Wings fan base being very doom and gloom. I've been part of that for a long time when you used to go to, there, were this, there was this thing in this town called playoff hockey where you'd go into Joe Lewis and they'd be playing even during the glory days where they'd be the favorite. Whoa, what's and, that? Yeah. Playoff hockey. Yeah, yeah. And it'd be one nothing. The other team would score a goal, and you could feel the sphincters tightening at Joe Louis Arena. The Wings fans are doom and gloom. Superstitious. Hockey, or super, hockey fans and players are superstitious to begin with. But if anybody... And look, I believe I believed in the frozen envelope gave Patrick Ewing to New York. I believe in some conspiracies, not most of them. But if anybody thinks that because they put a patch on their jersey had right anything to do right there with last night's game, right there, I Kenny. think needs a lobotomy. One hundred percent. I think it doesn't help. It, it does. It might not hurt, but it certainly does not help. Well, it's not going to help. But it's not going to do anything. By it's the a way, freaking patch. It's a patch. I don't really care about the patch itself because I actually think the design of it. If you had to put a patch on the jersey, it's not it, the worst thing no, in the world. Because it's small. I wish they would have put it on the other side to keep the C and the A on the on that side. Oh, that's a good point. That's my only gripe with it, other than the fact that it may have cost us a hockey game. And Florida's coming into town. They're a very, as you said, Stony, tons of points this year. Yes. So now does the fortune change because of this patch, Kenny? No, it doesn't change. Okay. I really hope I'm wrong that uh, last night things like that don't happen anymore. Because now, now, there are times when things do happen in sports, and Detroit sports in particular. I forget what year it was. I think it was, I don't know, one of the years Osmus was managing the Tigers where they went on, they were had this great record, and then they put on like pajamas, or they put on some outfit as a team, flew out. Yeah, the Zubas. The Zubas, yeah, the Zubas. I knew it was something. And boom, they went down the old uh, crapper. Oh, uh, I, I remember vividly when they made the World Series, and they had so much time off, and they went to Ford Field yeah. and held the practice with the media. It was like, I think right after the 0-16 team, or the, 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 the Lions were bad that year yeah. and it was like why would you Pick want this year. team anywhere near the fortune of what's going on with the lions mm-hmm. and all of a sudden every that, that team just couldn't it was either 06 or 12 because yeah, they looked two world series it was a year that they looked like a little league team yeah. they couldn't throw the ball to the pitcher that was 06 the first time and then it they tried just, to do something different with the delay the second time and that didn't work yeah it, it was just really bad so was it just simply the fact that it was the Wings' turn to lose 
and they have a tough game against Florida? Or do you believe it was like Kenny, the patch had, they, they, how did you put it, Kenny? Uh, you and Costa talked about it. It upset the the hockey gods, or what? Did, what did you say? I said it upset the hockey gods, and that you can't put on an iconic jersey like that. You cannot put a garbage logo on it. I think that's absurd, and that's exactly what happened. The hockey gods got upset. Now they're going to start sliding. You watch. Well, hockey gods do uh, skate in mysterious ways. I will agree with Kenny on that. But I don't think it has to do with this thing. Yes, it does. It, it, it would be if if they would have lost to I don't know the Sharks or the Ducks or a crappy team. Yeah, then I'd say, well, maybe say no coincidence, whatever. The Islanders are a pretty good team who are trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. It was a desperate situation for them. Patrick Wabi in their coach, you know. No, the Islanders are not on the wings level, and the wings lost last night because of the patch. I did not believe this with when what Kenny was saying yesterday. I dismissed it. I said, "Ha ha, that's laughable." But immediately we go down to nothing, and I text him two trash cans because that's why we were losing. Because the patch on the jersey is causing us to lose. We're going to lose tomorrow. Who knows how many we're going to right. lose? They Take scored. the patch off now. All right. Start. Score. You know what? Sell the deadline. Uh, a week from tonight, today is the deadline. Sell. Kane, don't re-sign him because Kenny and David think that the, it's over. So at least get some draft picks now. Just sell the farm. Come on. 248 <laughs> I laughed. I saw Kenny, but Kenny wasn't the only one. Following social media, there was a lot of people angry, a lot of people upset, a lot of people said, why are you tampering with the jersey? It was fine the way it well, was. Well, that's a you different issue. You don't do anything in the middle of a winning streak, and the second you put it on, they go out and they lose at home. Is the patch during a winning streak akin to, like, if you're betting, like you bet the Islanders – the coaching change in hockey where you bet on that team who changes coaches the next day. Maybe it was just it. That's a real thing, too, by the way. I, know. I feel like how many coaching changes have we seen this year in yeah. the NHL? In the first game, At least that a team, half dozen, the team and usually yep. wins. Always on it's, the upswing again. Absolutely. And it's been that way for years. I don't know why. Fire alone. Is that what you're saying? We get, let's get the win streak going again. <laughs> yeah, I'm just playing, sure. people. I'm I know. just playing. I know. No, I mean, are. the fact that they may hit a two-game losing streak, I think the panic is really going to kick in. Rather than just, you were hot, you went out, you, you know, beating Colorado, you're going to be playing some games where I think you got Florida and then you got at Colorado afterwards. Yeah, so they're playing two so you, really good teams. Right. They, they could be lose three in a row. So, Two four eight five three nine. And then I think after Colorado, well, they're at. I, I think the at Arizona. And then yes, at, Vegas. at Arizona. At, at Arizona. So, now, yeah. if they lose to the at Coyotes, yeah. right in that high then, school gym, yeah, yeah. and then yep. maybe what's you it going to take for you to believe, Stony, that this is a real curse? Would okay. it be losing to Arizona, going on that little losing streak? Yeah, if they go on like a five or six game losing streak, including losing at Arizona, so where the place will be ninety percent wing fans. Yeah, then I might say, Kenny, oh, maybe you have something there. So then at that point, do you have to take it off? Do you have to take the patch off? <laughs> Stuck? I don't think they can. <laughs> do you just give them back the check? I don't, th- Sorry. I don't, I don't think Chris Ellis is going to do a ceremony <laughs> in the District of Detroit and, and, and start ripping up checks. Or maybe you just start passing them out in District of Detroit. 
<laughs> just show up and free jerseys. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Are you a big fan of the of of the patch on this logo? I'm oh. the jersey. I'm the, well the sweater, I, as I, they say, Kenny. I don't. I don't think anybody is a fan of any uh, advertisement on any jersey because we, at least people, well, even people younger than me, we didn't grow up with it. So it looks like it completely, you know, ruins stuff. But like when, but the Tigers, the f- when the Tigers put the Meyer thing on the sleeve, people, oh, it's the old English tea. You know what? As long as it's not gross looking to me uh, and really obscure, it, it, I understand the world we live in. I mean, look at it. NASCAR used to be like that. How about European hockey for years? They used to have, you couldn't even see the number because there were so many patches. Soccer abroad. They're all sponsored in some way. And what's it really, does it really make that much of a difference whether you have priority? You know, there's no trash can there. Or if you have a big swoosh. Is there really that much of a difference? I was about to say, the Nike swoosh has been advertising or Adidas or whatever. Guys, that's advertising on a jersey. You just never realize. The only patch I've ever had a problem with, and maybe it's just me, was the WCF patch. Oh, I I agree. Okay, when he when he first died, I understand. You know what? Tribute to the man. He was the owner of the team, and then take the patch off and let's go. Well, it ain't like they won tons of Super Bowls under this man. No, and the, their excuse <laughs> has always been, "Well, look at the Bears. They still have GSH on theirs, right? For Hallis. Yeah. Okay, they they have Hallis Hall. That mm-hmm. should be enough. Yeah. And how many Super Bowls has the Bear have the Bears won? One. Yeah. How many championships have the Bears won since I've been alive? Two. So they don't have a great history. Maybe there's the secret. Get, get, get rid of the uh, initials of the uh, the dead owners, that, and maybe you'll win Super Bowls. That's the one for me. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. David, a couple ticket texts, then we get to the phone lines. Someone's telling Kenny to be an adult. It's just okay. It's just a patch. Uh, someone says, I totally didn't even recognize the patch yesterday. Didn't even notice it. It was okay with me. Okay. Natalie at home says, do they seriously need a patch on the jersey? Every board has an advertisement. There's rotating advertisements in the ice, and that's enough. I don't need a patch on the jersey. Needed this feedback from Kenny, and his Islanders pick yesterday would have saved me a thousand bucks. LOL. Well, Kenny came out. He was adamant. Take the Islanders on the money line. The texter didn't listen to the show, obviously. Oh, Yeah, he didn't. The warning was there, so... Someone says, Crash Davis said it best. You never mess with a streak. That is from Bull Durham. Well, that you see, okay, if you're going to believe in superstitions, okay, then you don't do it when they did it. Correct. Already in the middle of a winning streak, you wait. Uh, someone says, so Kenny is acting like Brad Holmes, keeping receipts. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> the jersey patch had nothing to do with last night. It was 100% terrible officiating. That's... Why we lost? There's game. Red Wing fans. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's all about the officiating. Koharski hates us. Or do you just not ruin the jersey? Leave it as is. And then one more here uh, says it was definitely the patch. You don't put a bumper sticker on a Bentley. You know what? I can't argue about that. Yeah, Tony, what's, it, what's it, it like? It's a good, do you put a bumper sticker on your Bentley? I don't have a. Well, okay. We're gonna play, we're, all right. We'll still we'll play the game. Um, Winthorpe has to put it on, but I don't have a Bentley. I have a Rolls.
The you know, it's Winthorpe's job, not mine. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Going to lead off, Eric. You're batting lead off. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, uh, as ugly as that patch is, it had nothing to do with the loss last night. We versed a good Islanders roster with mm-hmm. Horvat, Barzil, and one of the best goalies in the league. And the reality is, in this league, it's hard to win seven straight. It was bound to happen. Let's see what Florida brings us. And I'm not ready to call it a superstition yet, but uh, we could have played a little more organized yesterday. Wouldn't blame the officiating necessarily, but just uh, didn't play up to par like we've been playing these past few games. And, and so, yeah, and, real quick, hold on, hold on, stay. real quick. So if they reach the point where, let's say they lose to Florida and they lose to Colorado, which you don't want to see it, but they're acceptable losses. Correct. If they lose to Arizona, are you starting now to feel like maybe you shouldn't have put that patch on? You know, the Colorado and Florida, those losses, I mean, they're going to be a tough win either way against those teams. But Arizona, I'm not going to worry about the superstition. I'm going to look at what else is going wrong around there. Uh, that would definitely hurt. But even if we win half these games going forward, we still got a good shot to get in. So I'm still confident. And, yeah, I'm not riding the superstition wave. I don't think that's it. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. I mean, you look at the stat. I mean, look, Tampa lost again. Pittsburgh, finally, they lost to Seattle last night. Everything still looks really good for the, the Red Wings. They do have to play yeah. better. They can't take stupid penalties. The Fisher penalty really cost them last night. You just can't do that. When they don't play smart, they don't win. I mean, they came close to tying it back up again. Mm-hmm. They tied up at 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, hit the post. It would have been 4-4, four, four. Yeah, but, yeah. You when, just... when, when when Kane scores 10 seconds into the third period, you're thinking, all right, this is freaking magic. And then they gave up a, a power play goal and a bad penalty. Eventually, they were going to lose the game. They weren't going to win them all. It just, it was a coincidence. I think it was a coincidence. It just happened to be the game they debuted the priority patch on there, which is a a, a garbage company. So as as Kenny was like, yes. you don't put garbage on the jersey. Yes, and it happened. Are, they might be a fine company, but they do. It is garbage is their business. He's right. Not, he's not. Rico's not talking about right. The I'm not saying they're right. <laughs> This is your you're right. you're in the garbage. That's yes. what that's what you do. Richard, you're on ninety seven one. Hi there. Hey. hey. I didn't care I think the patch is stupid, but what I'm really upset about it is it should have been on the left side of the jersey. I'm sorry, on the right side. Because they put it on the left I'm 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 reversing myself. <laughs> they put it on the wrong side of the jersey. Because they put it on the right side, the captain's C and the other to captain's A had to be switched to the other side of their jerseys. All they had to do was put that stupid little patch where they had room for it, and nothing would have changed for the uniform. The fact they lost the game is a whole different matter. No, I, I, I understand the fashion, the fashion critique of it. I get it. Uh, to me, we are in an age where this is, you know, this is regular. This is not abnormal, and it was. It's not like I said. It's not obtrusive. It's not tough to look at. No, no, it's it's not. Everybody has some type of a logo on there. Do you remember when like the Wings were like in the Stanley Cup Finals and they they had those NHL Finals patches? Those things basically take up a whole shoulder. They're so big and ugly. Yeah, but those are classic jerseys because that meant you made the Cup I know. Final. I so. Know. I simply say this. 
it's not the patch. It's a coincidence. They yes. were bound to lose. But I just saw that I knew Kenny 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 was upset. Uh, some people were like, why are you messing with a good thing? You don't tamper with the team during a winning streak. I just want to know, Detroit, if you felt the same way, because I just thought you lost a game. Let me ask you a question. What if they had a, a patch? What if, what if they paid or we paid a huge amount of money and the Wings came out with Admiral Nelson on their patch, on their on their uniform. Now you're starting to make some sense, Tony. More, more ideas like that. I okay. think it's going to work. Okay. Right. So, no, the, but the, oh, my goodness. And, and real quick, we're going to get to some football later on in the hour, but when somebody threw the octopus on the ice and the guy got it and he started twirling it around and you just saw, like, the octopus juices all sling and it hit the man behind, I'm like, that's disgusting. <laughs> That is just disgusting. I mean, the one guy is posing for the camera going, like, yeah, and the guy behind him is just getting pelted like, come on. See, when I saw that yesterday, I just thought, man, Al Sabaka should still be doing that yeah. with the octopus. That bummed me out, especially yeah. the, the haphazard, lackluster way he was mm-hmm. swinging it around. Yep. I was like, I miss Al. Yeah. yeah. And that's why the guy behind him gets all the juice. Al Sabaka would have known what to do. That's right. Right, he's like, I just don't even know what to do. It almost goes back to that story we talked about yesterday on Deal Breakers. Like, I got to go change. I, I'm, I'm not going home smelling like fish, so <laughs> I, I'm good here. <laughs> I'm don't gonna, let Roberto I'm, near I'm, the mic. I'm editing myself right now. <laughs> right, don't let Roberto near the mic. <laughs> we good. We good on that. All right. <laughs> Let's get to some football. We got the combine going on. What is today? The DBs? Defensive backs and tight ends. Yes. Oh, I just saw a tweet. Mike Sanders drilled 40 inch vertical jump. And I saw round pick. I saw Kool Aid (laughs) McKinstry's not running, hurt his foot. So we got got some, we got football news next. 97.1. It's the the Stony inaugural issue of football today. Enrico, you, uh, Sort of mentioned this already. Let's get to it here because I think his stock may be dropping. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that Kool-Aid McKinstry will not be working out in Indianapolis due to a Jones fracture in his right foot. So the report is unclear on when he injured it, but, quote, increased training or running on uneven surfaces could have caused this. He's not a first-round pick anymore. Is he still a second-round pick? It depends. What I'm not sure what a Jones fracture is. Remember the Liz Frank thing that people got? And I will say this. I'm glad you said foot because I, you know, I'd rather have a uh, fractured Jones than a fractured Johnson. <laughs> uh, Jones fracture is a break in the bone on the pinky toe side of the foot. Uh, I'm ignoring that. <laughs> It's like, a, it's like I'm working with Roberto today. It is. But what does this do for his stock? You know stock, what this though? does? This this means that his stock will probably oh, drop. Yes. Because when it comes to the combine, I think we put way too much emphasis on a lot of things that you see. Now, he needed a good combine because his year was meh. Wasn't great. Wasn't bad. But uh, he has so much hype from his very first day. His name is Kool-Aid. 
and he had the, you know, the built-in NIL name and oh. the marketing campaign. And, and the Lions Kool-Aid. I mean, come on. It never it never manifested itself, and he just became an okay college player with a cool nickname. Kind of like reminded me of, remember, the coldest? Yes. yes. And he did nothing, yeah. but he was cool to talk about. No pun intended. <laughs> I think with Kool-Aid, this means that he won't be in the first round unless I don't know how long it takes for this to heal. It was he was borderline he, first line first right, round. He anyway. would have to, he would have to have an outstanding pro day just to get back into the bottom of the first round. But now I, I think you're going to look at it. To me, he could be that surprise like Brian Branch. Remember, Branch didn't go in the first round. Right. He just kept sliding and sliding, and the Lions were like, you know what, we'll take a chance on him. It worked out for Detroit. Yeah, yeah for those of you who don't know, the Jones fracture is a break in the bone that connects your smallest toe to your foot, the fifth metatarsal. So, For those who didn't hear me say that yes. three minutes ago. Yes, like, like me. <laughs> no, uh, let me let you know the, the timeline, because other reports say he won't be ready until training camp. So he will be not in rookie OTAs. Yeah, nothing. at this point, yeah. This is this is where you have a team with multiple. Stoney, yes. I think if you got multiple second or third round picks, then yeah, you'll take a chance on well, him. The Lions have multiple thirds because now even if he fails, okay, it was the throwaway. You know, kind of like drafting a quarterback that you never play. Well, I was going to say if they drafted a injured quarterback in the third round last year when they had multiple thirds. Yeah, you can do. Why this. not Kool Aid McKinstry? Right. You're right. So let's get uh, talking about one injury to a player who's deciding not to do medical exams at the Combine, and that is Caleb Williams. He told reporters that he does not plan to do the regular Combine medical exams, but he will give medical exams to the teams he meets with and visits with. Is that a smart thing for him to do, or is he just being a little bit too particular here in the draft process? I think I think he's being smart, but if it's just a medical, if he has nothing to hide, who who, who cares? Really, I mean, it's, it takes more of his time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, he it's made only going to be Chicago or Washington anyway, probably. No, well, I, I see. Trade see, I, I think somebody's going to really trade up and go after him and offer Chicago the deal of the lifetime. I don't think he's going to end up as a bear. I think Chicago's going because that pick's worth three first round picks. I it's going to be hard to say no, especially if you just you know what, call up Justin. We're sorry, you know, well, let's pass this up over a beer. We're sorry, yeah. you're our guy. Now we're going to get you some help. He was saying he didn't want to have to do 32 different uh, medical exams with people. You do one, and the word spreads. Right. Like, you know, if every, something's wrong with you, they'll all know. I think he's being a little bit of a diva. I think he knows that he's the number one pick. And I'm just, you know, I'm at the Combine because I'm just here to grace you all with my presence. I'm really getting that feel. I've never been a big Caleb Williams fan, so I'm I'm going to back it away because I don't want to make it seem like it's personal. But, yeah, he's being a little bit of a diva right now. Either you want to be there or you don't. So if you don't want to be there, you're still going to be the number one pick. Just simply opt out and say, no, this is all a waste of my time. Yeah, so let's talk about a team that may be in the QB market or maybe not, the Seattle Seahawks, because today they informed Geno Smith that they will honor his contract in second year, will not restructure, and that he is QB1, given a full commitment to Smith. But does that mean they won't still take a QB in the first round? I don't think it means that at all. I think it's perfect situation for a quarterback. Now, look, Geno Smith, 
It's not like he's the greatest quarterback in the world. It's not like you're sitting behind, you know, a Hall of Famer. But if you're looking, if you're looking down the road, you're Seattle, you say, you know what? We like, let's say, hypothetically, J.J., okay? We'll draft him, and he's going to sit for a year and, and learn. That's a good thing for a quarterback like like a J.J., not necessarily him, but I, I don't think it means that they're not going to go get a quarterback at all. Seattle sitting there right now currently at pick 16. This does scream, okay, we can draft Bo Nix. Penix. Penix. Hometown here. I mean, we want to talk about perfect for him. Now, you, if you're Penix, you may want to get away from the Seattle area, but you draft Penix and you sit him for a year, you know you're going to have fan interest. And yeah, he gets a year to learn the system. And I know we like to throw people out there right away, like the Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, but, you know, maybe the Packers have it right. We're going to let you sit for a little bit and then we'll break you out like they did with. Aaron Rodgers, and then they did with Jordan Love. Uh, don't forget, there is a quarterback who's won a couple Super Bowls who sat for a year. Out of Texas Tech, his name's Mahomes, I believe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I, I, I could easily say, you know what? We're going to honor the contract. You're going to be our QB this year. And after that, there's no guarantees. So, Rico, I'm curious what you say about this one here. Uh, Doug Kyed of the, I think that's how you pronounce it, the Boston Herald, says Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, that is, has supporters within the Patriots organization. I know we've talked about before that maybe he should stay in Tampa Bay. Is there a chance that a team sneaks in, though, and takes Baker away from Tampa Bay this offseason? I can't see that. I, I don't see Baker in high demand. Like His stock is only high in Tampa right now. They believe in him. It's like I, I think fan bases would be really hurt if you saw what your your quarterback was worth elsewhere like here we you know we chant Jared Goff's name but if Jared Goff was made put out on the open market I don't think he's going to get the return that Lions fans would think and I think the same with Baker Baker if Tampa wants you lock that deal up because I I'm not starting a franchise with I got the number three pick if I'm the Patriots Baker Mayfield now I'm I'm I'll take my chances on Drake May or uh, the LSU QB, I'm, I'm not going to go with Baker Mayfield. You had your chance. Guys, and we're going to close it out with this one because it's just some crazy questions coming out of the combine. Uh, today, Illinois' tight end Tip Ryman told reporters on Thursday that birds aren't real. Since birds are not simply creatures found in nature, but perhaps devices that serve a darker purpose. Quote, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? How do we know that the power lines aren't pigeon recharging stations? And then you also had Roma Dunze, who was asked during the media availability about if a plane was going to crash, could you land the plane? He didn't hesitate. He said, absolutely not. We're going down. All souls have perished. Why are we getting these type of questions? And then the it makes no sense. But I do want to address the first one. I mean... Okay, you don't look around and you see pregnant birds. I get it. There's this thing called eggs. They kind of hatch. And I, birds come out of yeah, There it is. Hey, thank you. I, 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 <laughs> this, and this person matriculated at a major college or university, correct? Illinois. Illinois. Wait, what are we doing? Maybe well, not maybe. a really. You, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? Sorry, uh, John Jansen's wife, Lisa, but yeah. yeah no. You're right. And I'm sorry. This is bad. 
You've never seen a pregnant pigeon. They have. Have you never seen a nest with eggs in it? And then the eggs hatch, and all the little birds are sitting there chirping. Yes. And trust me, if you ever have a nest anywhere near your house, they chirp like little children where you hear them, but you can't get rid of them because you feel bad because, like, something karmatic, bad karma would happen to you. Yes, there are baby birds. Birds are real. Birds mate. I could not draft this person. <laughs> This, you know no, no, yeah. th this goes back to the other question with the dude who said the Texas Tech guy with the flat earth. Thing. Yeah. I can't draft you because you're stupid. You are. You're <laughs> just stupid. And I don't respect you enough that if you got angry and I'm a GM and you come into my office and you start complaining, the whole time you're complaining about the coach ain't playing me and I, I'm sitting there thinking, aren't you the same guy that don't think the birds are real? Yeah. Really? I, I, I tend to agree with you. It's like... But so, would you, if you knew all that stuff about Kyrie Irving when he came out, would you have drafted him number no. one? You just lose respect for people, and there's it. it the combine is really just a made-for-TV show now. I think it's the purpose of it is gone because most people don't. The really good people wait until their pro day. So why don't we just wait till the pro day? You know. Brad Holmes talked about, yes. you know what, when it was 2020 and we just had to look at gang footage, I love that. Maybe we just need to go back to this because the questions being asked now, Stoney, are almost up to the point of the Super Bowl questions where you have oh, yes. people asking the ridiculous stuff. Roma Dunze, I, you know what, if you ask me a ridiculous question, I guess that's the best that I could do is answer that. And yeah, we're all going to die. I'm not Liam Neeson. I can't just fly a plane. No, I don't. Have, I don't have but, a particular set of skills. Me neither. But wouldn't you at least try? No. Well, he could try all he wants, but I, the I plane is going that. down. I'm not. What? What are you going? Have you ever been in a cockpit? Yeah. 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 Which button do you I hit? I don't know, but I try. Because to... the next thing you know, you just dumped all the fuel, Stony. Oh. We're about to fall out in the air. Oh, well, we're going to die anyway, so I might, you might as well die trying, right? You might as well you put on the the headset and you push some buttons, and hopefully, when you yell "Mayday, Mayday," how do I no. find this you know freaking thing? Do? Somebody answers. No, this is this is what you do. You pick up the phone and you just start you call, call Abraham and Stone, and no, they'll help you. No, you call everybody <laughs> that you had a problem with, and you just tell them how you really feel because you're about to die anyway. Yeah, that's... you know what. I never liked you. I never liked your cooking. I never liked your sister. I don't like anything about you. Just wanted to let you know I'm about to die. And goodbye. Or just tell him you love him. That is in football today. <laughs> Apparently, the uh, birds aren't real thing is an internet meme or something. So he wasn't being real, but he was mentioning a meme that birds aren't real. Oh, no, no. There's, there's people out there that truly believe that birds are not real. I've had conversations with people like this before. It was probably the biggest waste of five minutes of my life until I realized you're an idiot and I'm not having so, this. Well, was this person over the age of five? Yeah. Well, it's not real. Birds Crazy. are. No. <laughs> birds are like uh, satellites for the government and they spy on people and. That's why they. Yeah, it's like you've never. Well, seen. there might have put. There might be birds that have tracking devices on them that are actually but doing no, that. The argument type of is, thing, you, well, you've never seen a pregnant bird. I'm like, they lay eggs all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what are What are we doing here? It's so crazy. I'm laughing at the thought of Mike going down on a plane, 
because he didn't try or nobody tried. Either one of you guys have to try. Yes. Maybe you'll save the life. Exactly. No. Bruh. No. I know. Chances, like, that's a 99% chance the freaking plane's going to still crash. But, like I say, you die trying. At this point, I'm just going to, hey, where's the autopilot button? I'm going to hit that button. And maybe it's somebody pops up like in the movie Airplane. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) According to this ticket texter, he says, I'm an air traffic controller. You idiots. We would talk you down and tell you exactly what to push. It wouldn't be random. Okay, first of all. We're not idiots. Where are the pilots at? Why are we idiots? Because I don't want to sit here and waste everybody's life because I got to sit here and decide. Well, the pilot had a heart attack, didn't he? Wasn't that the... uh... That was the question. Yeah, Yeah. probably had a a co-pilot and a third one, maybe. Flight attendants can't do this. They don't get trained. I got to come up and save everybody's life. This is like, oh, well, you know, if there's a bomb, can you defuse the bomb? No. No, I can't. I don't know which wire I'll tr- to cut. I'll try We're to all going to die. I'll try to get a hold of a scientist to teach me. But, right. Uh, no. yeah, I'll be a little panic, too panicked to listen to an air traffic controller. I'm sorry. I just now, wouldn't. In, in all, I mean, from what I gather, yeah, most planes can pretty much land themselves. So right. I guess they could talk you through there. Yeah. But, you know, you'd probably. Oh, not Rico. He wouldn't even want to try <laughs> Who would even want to try? I just pick up the phone. Who this? What? Hit what? Okay. <laughs> and here comes here comes the old hunchback Stony to sit in the seat and talk to the guy and no, land you know what? it. How much? How much do I get paid when I land this thing? For I'm save, negotiating for saving three hundred people. I'm, I'm negotiating. I'm negotiating. Come on. Oh. I got I got a captive audience. How much do I get? I'm I'm never I'm never flying paying for a flight ever again for life just want to let you know first class if i land this plane we good all right yes tell me how to do this thing uh talking about (laughs) nfl stuff david this is something that i think was long overdue but it appears that the nfl has been experimenting behind our backs they didn't really tell us but the chain, you know, the first down chains, yeah. the chain game, maybe going the way of the dinosaurs. They listen to me. They yeah. listen to me. I preached this for a couple of years, not a lot, but and everybody, guys who I used to work with, John, he wants the NFL. Uh, anybody, God, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. No, you don't it need is the, the most chain gang. Antiquated thing. Ever because here's the thing. Here's where the chain gang screws up. How many times have you seen your team? You're watching the Lions play. The ref picks up the ball and starts running in the wrong direction. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not running in a straight line anymore. So yeah, this is gonna be more of an optical tracking system. Because I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl, but they had the little pylons right there with the camera in there. Apparently, yeah. that was part of the tracking device. They could hit a laser down the line, and I guess they'll put the officials with the smart watches yeah. so they can kind of know exactly what's going on, where the ball should be. Welcome to the 21st freaking century, NFL. I yeah, mean, yes. I, 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 I'm with you. I don't know what are we waiting for because the chain thing and the, I guess the drama of, okay, here's what's going to happen. Did you get the first down? I'd rather you just get it right. We have the technology. Yes. I've I mean, been a big fan. Why, if I, if the average person can see it at home, why can't they see it on the field? It's crazy. And as, as you know, and you've done for years in your past life, going to how many high school football games do you go to where, now granted, I don't think they could, 
it's probably too expensive to do it at that level. But where the chain gang's not even close, right. but there's no recourse right. because they're too old. And they're just too, you know, whatever to walk around and do it the right way. So no. So apparently the NFL they tried it out during the Super Bowl, and uh, it's not something that would take place next season. But well, you can't get everything. But it looks like it's going to be something that will be implemented down the line. Look, I've been a big. If you have the technology, if I can sit at home and watch it in 4K and see what happens, look at people. Well, replay. It's going to take too long. Where are you going? Why? What, what were you doing after this game that you're in this big hurry that is slowing the game down? You know what slows the game down? All the commercials. Yeah. And you're not going to do anything. You're going to watch the game. By the way, I'm glad you brought up the replay thing. Why in 2024? Do they sit there and look at a monitor the size of a shoebox, granted with headphones? Why, when they make monitors, you say 4K, whatever. You can make, you can have a 60-inch, um, you know, Stoney, let HD me help you out with or this. 4K TV on the sideline and say, there, you know, I see it a lot better. Let, let, me, let me help you out with this. Yeah. Why not just use a jumbotron? Yeah. That's I mean, because then you had the crowd. I don't. I don't know if they so, want the crowd involved. I don't know. No, no. But yeah, it's a good. The crowd is already involved because they're showing it on the jumbotron anyway. Yeah, it's up there, I, and the crowd is either booing right. or cheering. Right. So hey, because the refs go out of their way. Right. No, no, no. Let me pull out my iPhone yeah. and watch this play. Right. You do know it's up on a sixty-yard monitor right above you. No, no, no. Right. Got to look at my That's iPhone true. to see. Yeah. But just turn around. Yeah, we, we agree. The point is there's no need to use small monitors for this. No, there's not. College football. Major changes are headed to college football. And then on top of that, more major changes are headed to college football after the major changes. Hmm. We're going to get to that. And I have a simple question. I know a lot of people are angry and they don't like what's going on, including the guy who normally sits in on this show. Mm -hmm. My question will be, after I explain to you everything going on, why don't you like the change or the changes in college football? We will get to that next. 97.1. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
College football playoff committee. They finally looks like they're going to move to the 14 game playoff. I was 14 a, team. 14 teams playoff. The problem I have is we didn't really give the 12 team playoff a chance. But yeah, exactly. Here's here's the thing. The Big Ten and the SEC flexed their muscle and said, we want some guarantees in this. We want guarantees that at least three Big Ten teams will be in the playoffs every year. Three SEC teams will be in the playoffs every year. Pac, I mean, uh, Big 12 and ACC will be guaranteed two teams in the playoffs, a group of five team, and then the rest will be filled in by wildcard teams. That's going to be the new college football playoff. We don't know. The, I, I, li- I liked what the 12 team was going to do because you had the four buys. And also in this new playoff scenario, Big Ten and SEC, they get the buys. They get the, we don't have to play. Champion doesn't have to play in the first round. So how many, so if there's 14 teams, how many total teams get buys? Just five? Total teams that get buys? Yeah. Six. Six. Six okay. teams get a buy. Now, is the first round still going to be on campus or home stadiums? I think so. I think the first rounds will be. Now, that's something that I do like, but I don't like a lot of things about this. First of all, and then there's something else that came out today, too, with college football. Let's just call it the hardball rule. Helmet gonna, communication will now be there. It's uh, what they do in the NFL. I was, okay? was going to call it the Stallions rule, but with the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Helmet communication you have up until 15 seconds before 15 seconds before the play clock ends that mm-hmm. you can communicate with the quarterback. You can run the play, tell the play, direct communication with the offensive coordinator or the coach. Also, they're thinking about implementing the two-minute warning, very mm-hmm. similar to what you see in the NFL. Oh, wow. I know. I yes. A great idea. You know how everybody has been – Thriving. We need a czar, a commissioner of college football, right? Mm-hmm. Just give Goodell the commissioner of all of football. No. No, well, absolutely well, not. Well, this is what's happening, right? So I'm going to ask the question. 248-539-9797. Lots of changes are happening in a sport that a lot of people hold near and dear to their heart. The question that I'm asking for you is, what upsets you the most about these changes? What is it about the changes that are happening in college football that angers you, that ticks you off, that makes you so angry because it's not what I grew up watching? Like for David, I know David is upset because you lose out on regional games because it's not Notre Dame versus Michigan or Notre Dame versus Michigan State. You got to travel across the country. With all the new rules coming in here, what is it that upsets you about this? Because I'll tell you the thing that upsets me about the new playoff situation, the format. It's short-term thinking. First of all, six teams are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs who did not win their conference. All you did was simply have a good, you're guaranteeing three Big Ten teams, which probably means your champion, your runner-up, and then that team, let's just call it like the Penn State factor. Right. The team that's always on the outside looking in saying, hey, can we play too? Well, now, no, you can't. Now it's going to be like Oregon, though. Right. So you're bringing those teams in. The pack, I mean, the uh, the Big 12 
and the ACC signed off on this because I think they were held hostage. They knew, well, we don't have any money and we really don't have any say. So it's not really fair to us, but you know what? Something beats nothing. They accepted their role as being second-class citizens. Another problem with this new format, I'm not a big fan of this because it was very short-term thinking, is you limit yourself. You're only guaranteeing yourself three spots. Mike, what if one year the Big Ten has seven teams that are really good? You can't get all seven of those teams in there. And what if there's a year where I know it's sacrilegious, but the SEC's garbage, okay? Nick Saban's gone, and you got Georgia, and you got just a bunch of also-rans. Well, this year, look at the the ACC. They only had one team, and some people didn't think they were that good, Florida State, even before the quarterback got hurt. Right. So it's one of those things that you're locking up teams that may not be as good as you think they're going to be. I don't like that. And I'm all for college football expansion. I think that the playoffs are going to be good because it's going to give you meaningful games. It means that because a lot of people can't get over the fact of, well, you're going to have a three-loss team in the playoffs. Okay, but if you lost to three good teams, that's not a bad thing. You're going to want to watch a non-conference game. Stoney, you were a season ticket holder. Would you rather go see Michigan playing some good teams and they lose? They lose to Texas. Right. Okay, there's no harm in that. That's Texas. They're good. Counts as a good loss. So you lose to Texas, you lose to Penn State, and you lose to Oregon, and you still can make the playoffs. You're not punishing a team for losing. The strive for perfection, I think, is gone. And I think a lot of people in college football need to understand you don't have to be perfect, okay? Nobody remembers that, you know, the Kansas City Mm. Chiefs were the three seed Mm. in the AFC. They just remember they won the whole thing. Mm. You don't have to be perfect, and that's the thing is oh you got to be 15 and 0 and now you're that you're the champion. No, you you may have a champion with two or three losses. I'm okay with that. I don't like the new format because you're guaranteeing six teams who had who didn't win their conference a spot at the table. Well, what you said that makes the most sense to me is that they didn't give the 12 team deal a chance. Now, I assume it's going to be 12 this year or is the 14 this 12 year? no, 12 this year, right. 12 next year. Okay. And then then after that that's when the new TV contract so, kicks in. Right, so it doesn't it doesn't give them a chance. And and you know we joked, I joked about the Goodell thing, but yes, they are as you mentioned turning, whether they're trying to or not, uh, the NCAA college football, whatever whoever want to blame, college football is trying to be the NFL, whether they want to admit it or not. And gee, let's see, fourteen teams make the playoffs. Correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there 14 teams in the NFL playoffs right now, seven from each side? Correct. Yeah. There is. Okay. Just want to make sure. And here's the other thing you talked and, about. And, and one on each side gets a bye. Yeah. That's the Big Ten, and that's the SEC. Yeah. They get the automatic bye. Right. Well, that's a, I don't mind if you have a if you have a, one automatic bye. But no, no, no. But here's the thing. What if the best team in the country is Notre Dame? You don't get the buy. What if the best team in the country is Clemson one year? Yes. You don't get the automatic buy. It goes to the Big Ten. It goes to the SEC regardless. But there's going to be under. That's crazy. So there's only so. But you said how many buys are there going to be? Two. Uh, yeah. Kind of like the NFL. That's true. Two buys. And it's guaranteed that the SEC and the Big Ten get the buy. That was part of the flex. That's absurd. That is, look, I can't stand Notre Dame, okay? Can't stand them. Behind Ohio State, and they used to be above them, but anyway, that's irrelevant. 
if you you're right. If Notre Dame runs the table and beats USC when they're good and does what they have to do and beats the ACC teams that they play on their schedule and they are playing. I know Michigan in 2030, I think, and they're playing Michigan State. I think they're going to renew that, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think I so. Think. Okay. So let's say there's a year or two where Notre Dame, God forbid, but yes, Notre Dame has two great years. You're telling me that they don't deserve a bye if they're 12-0? and 12, It'll be 12-0 because they won't have a conference champion. Now, I can't stand the fact that they don't have a conference, but still, irrelevant. If they're 12-0 and and are number one in the country and a team from the SEC or the Big Ten is 10-3 and and has a bye in front of a perfect Notre Dame team or a perfect Clemson team? That's a joke. Yeah. The SEC, the SEC and the Big Ten, I don't blame no, them no, for no. trying. No, no, because here's the thing. You got all the power. You got all the money. And you know that people were talking about they were going to split off. 248-539-9797. power. But the ACC and the Big 12, you're wussies with a P. They knew you better get on board or else you're not going to get anything. Yeah. What upsets you most about the changes in college football? 248-539-9797. We will get your answers next. 97.1. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Are you cool with this? Are you okay with this? Or are you angered by this? Also, they're going to do helmet communication in there where you, you can talk to your quarterback or you can talk to somebody 15 seconds up until the play starts and thinking about implementing a two-minute warning Ooh. very similar to the NFL. Oh, more NFL. You know what? I actually like the two-minute warning. However, the hypocrisy, because didn't they just decide – to do things to speed up. They wanted to speed up college football. You know, no stopping the clock for first downs until the last two minutes. So what are you doing? You're doing something that will what? More commercials. Slow it down. I actually like it. If they could get out of commercials somewhere else or maybe make halftime two or three minutes shorter, I'd be all for that. But the actual two-minute morning I think is okay. 
gives them another timeout. So are you okay with the changes or or are you just you're angry and you're ticked off and you just don't like them? 248-539-9797. One change that I really wish they would make that they won't, and I think that a lot of people would agree with me. The dumbest thing in college football is this. If you catch the ball and you slip and fall and there's nobody around you for 20 yards, you should be able to get up and run. The play should not be down because you touched the ground on a knee. Yes. Okay. I can even live with the one foot in. Okay. That's a little different. Let's go. It's okay. If there's nobody around, you should be able to get up and you should be able to run. But with the new 14 team playoff. I, I, I don't like it. And look. Like I said, and we're going to take some calls from some fans of a particular school who I think have a chance of being screwed by all this. I think a lot of schools will be. And I think long-term, the Big Ten and the SEC could really be taking themselves out of the equation because in the years that you have a lot of great teams, and kind of like this year, the ACC didn't have anything, you would have rewarded not one but two teams with the automatic berth, even though that conference was hot garbage. You're rewarding people. You're rewarding rewarding mediocrity. Instead of just, at least in the 12-team format, Stoney, four conference champions got an automatic bid, and then you you got your group of five, and then after that, they would go and say, all right, we're going to just take the best teams. Right. And I don't care what conference they come from, the best teams. I like that. But guaranteeing spots is so short-term. Especially three at each. That's... It, it's, it's almost half your field. That's six out of 14. Big Ten and the SEC wanted to guarantee spots that they were going to have enough teams in there. It's the dumbest thing. Six teams in total are guaranteed a spot that you don't have to win your conference. So 248-539-9797. We're going to get to the phone lines. Dave, we got any ticket texts before we jump to the phone lines? We do. The whole thing is a bleep show. I listened to your lead in and said the Pac-12 is so convoluted you can't even keep up. It's only two. It's the pack two now. How do we change their name? Oh, my. That well, I don't know. Well, because we call it the two-pack. <laughs> they decided. No, no. Did you know they're keeping the Pac-12 network? We talked about that yesterday. Wow. There's only so many Washington State great games of Ryan Leaf you can show. <laughs> okay, after that, so, what are we doing here? And do you have any from Oregon State? Probably nothing. Well, right? yeah, you know what? They, you, you know what they do? They show they show Oregon State overnight. Beavers overnight. I'm just going to read some more ticket texts. Or, or I was about to say Jonathan Smith, the head coach of Michigan State, when he was actually the quarterback at Oregon State. Yeah. The Hoosman's out of there when he was right. throwing it to him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Chad Johnson. Yes. <laughs> Steven Jackson at running back. That's about it. Go ahead, David. Uh, bowl games, for God's sakes. What a joke. They sold their soul for the ultimate and almighty dollar. And I could care less anymore. Sean in Walt Lake. See, I think this actually helps because a lot of people always say they hate bowl games. The The playoff format, man, it it has such potential, Stoney. It really could have been something. I don't like the guaranteed spots. But come December... You don't have to watch the gimmicky Pop-Tart Bowl where they eat the mascot at the end of the game. But you do because we're betting on it. Well, or the Duke's Mayo Bowl, to which coach gets done. Or the Quick Lane Bowl because the Quick Lane Ambassador is such a handsome man. Is he? Is he, though? I was being sarcastic. I know. I'm not. (laughs) Um, But wait. (laughs) 
But now in mid-December, mm-hmm. you're going to get some pretty good matchups. You're going to get some pretty good games where you normally didn't. You normally had to wait till the end of the the end of December, beginning of January, before you got the good games. I like the fact that you're going to get top matchups early in the middle of the month, right after championship week. You get a, you get two weeks off, and then you're going to jump right into it. I just don't like how they're going to divvy up the pie. I and agree. Who gets it? Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Jason, you're on ninety seven one. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, man. Good afternoon. Few points of contention. Number one, starting to kind of piggyback off your kind about Notre Dame, and I feel about Notre Dame the same way you do. And all those people saying, "Oh, go join a conference, go join a conference." If you don't like it. Well, under the format, it actually may work out to their benefit because they stay independent. They don't have to play a conference championship game, and who knows what happens in such a game. And if they're a really good team, they're number three or number five, depending on the format, they'll probably play a G5 team at the, who's in the number 12 or 14 spot, in theory, should be an easier game. So you have one game against a, eh, kind of team. But you'd rather... playing a conference and playing a really good team but, in the conference championship But, Jason, game. wouldn't you rather have the opportunity of getting a bye where you don't have to take the risk of getting somebody it, injured. What? Go ahead, Jason. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought I didn't want to step on somebody's toes there. But um, the other thing, too, is that if you're guaranteeing the Big Ten, the SEC, three spots, that that's going to impact recruiting because if I'm looking at, a you know, an ACC school or an SEC school, well, I got a much better chance of making the playoffs going to a random SEC team and how much of that lead down the road could impact competitive balance. I don't like this format at all, but that's my opinion. Enrico, you might, you'll know this better than I do. Does that even matter anymore with NIL? Does the actual kid sit there and say, Hmm, I have a better chance of going to the playoff or a national championship. Uh, I'll take less money to go. So uh, to me, NIL equals equalizes everything. It, it does and it doesn't because it, it's why certain schools will always be at the top because, okay, it's like the NFL. You know, St. Brown could take less money to remain a Lion, but you'll win. Or you could take less money to stay with the Chiefs to win titles. Like, okay, I could break the bank if I go to Tulsa. Or I can take a little bit less, go to a team like Georgia, knowing that they're going to or Texas, and I get a chance to hold up the natty. I mean, you saw that at Michigan right. where a lot of guys could have probably transferred out and went to other places and decided the money's not important. I want to win a title. Some kids, it's about the money. Some kids, it's about winning. It's like that yeah. pros in college where, you know, do you want to be the big fish in a little pond or do you want to be a part of a championship program? Plain and simple. But for, as far as Notre Dame goes, under the 12 team format, it was a benefit for them because they probably would have been the number five. Let's just say they were undefeated. Right. They'd be number five, and they would play probably the weakest team in South Bend. But under the 14-team format, that's not a guarantee because, like I said, six teams are in without winning their title, which means there's four more teams that are now going to be your conference champions. So that's now at 10 teams plus the group of five, which is now – 11, which means there's only going to be three wild card teams left. That puts Notre Dame at a disadvantage, in my opinion. 
Under the 12 team, Notre Dame, it was great. But because there are so many guaranteed spots and they're not in a conference, Notre Dame now has to fight for one of those last three spots. Speaking of Notre Dame, let's go to the president of Notre oh, Dame. Oh, I know. Rob, you're on 97.1. What? What's up, Rob? How are you? Good afternoon, gentlemen and Stoney. Good to hear from you guys. <laughs> Good to hear hey, from you. Thank you, Rob. Hey, yeah, so the last guy kind of had my points, but I, I want to ask you guys. I mean, so this is the first year that I can remember in a long, long time that Notre Dame actually could finish undefeated just based on their schedule. And it's, it's, it's really interesting. Their schedule is nowhere near as tough as it has been in years past. And they could be that fifth seed team. But you know what annoys me, Stoney and Enrico, is this, why are they already talking about 14 teams when they haven't even, right. um, you know, dipped their foot in the water on the 12 team? Yes. I mean, and Rob, I know it's hard to believe I'm sticking up for Notre Dame here, but I think, look, if they do run the table in either format, especially the 14 they could be screwed, and they don't deserve. If they, if they're, if, if it's an Notre Dame team that is undefeated, they deserve to have the opportunity to have a bye. Yeah, but I think the bye is kind of a moot point, Sony, because they're not in the conference title game, so they're they're playing a less game there, and they're getting a home game against the worst seed. Yeah, but so, if they're, but if they're real, look, I know it pains me to say this, as you know, Rob, but if they have one of those years where they're, you know, I know, we all know they're freaking really, really, legitimately good. Not Notre mm-hmm. Dame reputation good. Uh, they, well, they, they, they knocked be, off five top 25 right, teams. They, right. They shouldn't be screwed for that. That's my point. I'm sticking up for them. Yeah. Well, I, I don't understand how the Big Ten and the SEC are flexing, like Rico said. Like they yeah. have to have what that, that to me doesn't make sense either. What if Clemson's really good that year? What if USC is really good that year? Uh, oh, I guess they're a Big Ten team. I, I got to get used to the Pac 12. I know. <laughs> don't, don't you wish that the. the the Big 12 or the ACC would say, you know what? Right. F you. Here's the deal. You know, you're going to have your playoff. Have it without us. We'll have our own. Yeah, you don't carry that much clout. Big 10 SEC does. More football up next. 97-1. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, You had what? David, what did you say? What did Mikey Sanders still run? Mikey Sanders, too. I'm just double checking to make sure because he's four, not on four, the screen. One, it was a four, four, one. Yeah. Four, um, four, one. Yes. Now, you're thinking, wow, fast. You know who else ran a four, four, one? Sauce Gardner. Correct. Okay. Mikey, you're about to make yourself some money. And he probably will. Prob- Mikey Sanders switching over to defensive back from wide receiver. Probably the best move, the position switch since Richard Sherman. Wow, gee, there's a similarity there, too. Yeah. Where, oh, <laughs> yes, he, it they was. They both did it in college under Harbaugh. Yeah, Harbaugh saw something and said, maybe you need to switch over. Now, Sherman wasn't so thrilled about it at but the time, but it certainly worked. It, it worked out yeah. for him. Mikey runs a four four one, and you're thinking, wow, this is great. Until all of a sudden... Time's got a lot faster than that. Yeah. All of a sudden, my man uh, Quinion Mitchell from Toledo, four three three. But wait, yes, there's more. Yes, there is somebody who probably helped him his stock tremendously. Nate Wiggins, mm-hmm. corner out of Clemson, four two nine. <laughs> See what's crazy about that is before Wiggins ran, Mitchell ran. 
Quinion Mitchell for Toledo. He ran a 4-3-3. And I joked with Kenny because I was looking at the TV screen. I joked with Kenny. I said, well, his agent's about to call him and tell him he's done. And then Nate Wickens goes out there and runs a 4-2-9. Like, whoa. You know what? I still would be done. Yes. I would, too. Yes. I still would be done. There's yeah. no need to run it again. As a matter of fact, you're done doing drills. Right, because most people had him as a top 12 pick anyway. Both of those gentlemen probably elevated. Now, it was one of those things that I thought maybe, especially Mitchell, because I, I think he's going to end up being cute. I mean, cornerback uh, one out of this year's draft. From Toledo, how not t- Alabama. How, t- how tall is he? Because Wiggins is 6'1 and 3'8". Um, I want to say... If I got a, I think he's six three. I don't know what he actually measured. I think in college he was six three. Mm-hmm. What was his official measurement, David? Do we know? Yeah, I have to find the official measurement because all I'm seeing right now is Toledo. So give me a second. But I know he measured, you know, six three in college. Uh, but then you know you go out there. He listed in the combine six foot, right on the nose of six feet. <laughs> so whoa. <laughs> So not the six three from Toledo. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's here we go again about lying. Why? Why? Just yeah, Terion Arnold, the other corner yes. from Alabama, probably hurt himself. He went out there and ran a four five one, and then he ran a four five five. Which, yeah, I mean, yeah. In, in this day and age, you want the fast corner because you're going up against the Justin Jeffersons of the world, the Tyreek Hills. He hurt himself. Think about this. Both Bama corners may have placed themselves out of the first round by just simply running that 4-5-1. Four, 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 Arnold's so good, though, that maybe like a guy like Brad Holmes just says, you know what, I don't care. He's a football player. Now, it's not in the, now he, he may be available. He's, not, he's right. That's what I mean. He might be available now at 29. Um, but Brad Holmes historically doesn't draft corners early. So – he has yet to draft a corner right, early. I know. This, it would be the first time, yeah, in, in the three years he's been here that he would take one early. Can I give you a quote here, though, that just is, is coming out of the combine here? Why receivers are meeting with the uh, media today? Uh, wide receiver, Washington wide receiver, rather, Jalen McMillan says Michigan DB Mike Sanders still is the toughest player he faced in college. Quote, he was pissing me off. He was calling out formations and routes. Well, you read all the comments. Now everyone's saying, oh, no wonder, because when you get the tape, when you oh. cheat, I think it's just great to study. But yes. See, I was going to say because he was a wide receiver, he has a different perspective. Correct. I, I wasn't even going no. that route. Well, I, I, I don't think Connor Stallion's got Washington tickets. Yeah, I wasn't even going that no. route. So, yeah, though, yeah. Probably doesn't help that <laughs> that uh, on the internet the 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 Michigan pitcher that got tossed out of a game for cheating and having some foreign substance on his glove and people just was like it's a part of the culture. <laughs> I actually think that Mikey's good. I really yeah. do, and I think he's probably he was gonna. I thought he was gonna be a steal in the second or third round for whoever took. Him. We have an update on Nate Wiggins. Yeah. According to NFL Network Combine Broadcast Coverage, Nate Wiggins felt a groin pop, had to be helped to the training room after his 4-2-9, and is done for the day. Signed his agent. <laughs> he wasn't coming back. No 
know he wasn't coming back. I just hope it's not a significant where it takes right. him time to recover. But he'll be he'll, hopefully he'll be fine. But he won't be there. For yeah, he wasn't doing it anyway. I think that way you can't get angry and say he quit. No, no, he's injured. He's injured. He's sitting down. He just needs to rest. All right. It's a Friday. It's a weekly staple. By the numbers. We're going to do by the numbers with Roberto Stony style next. 97-1. The theremin, a little theremin there to get things going here. I figured you'd throw a little Bob Page. I feel like a number. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there you go. All right, here we go. So, you know how the game's played. I throw out a number to you guys, something that has happened this week by the numbers. I'm going to give you that number. You tell me what that number represents. Here we go. First clue. 25,000 times two. 25,000 times two. What am I talking about? Um, Sheldon, Keefe, and somebody else, a different coach, got fined that amount of money for their bench uh, theatrics after a game. Who else, you say? I forget (laughs) who else, Roberto. I'm a terrible (laughs) hockey fan. No, Kenny is right. Buffalo Sabres head coach Don Granado and Toronto Maple Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe were both fined $25,000 on Thursday for unprofessional conduct. Kenny, straight out the box. We didn't have to think about that. I don't like that. You are a real hockey (laughs) beast. Wow. (laughs) All right, well, here we go. We did 25,000. Here's the next one. 26,000. What am I talking about? 26,000. Um, it's not Caitlin Clark, is it? No, I was thinking of her, but no, no it's 26,000 points. No, no. <laughs> you want another hint? <laughs> yeah. $26,000. $26,000. This week. Somebody paid for. Um, I don't know, some kind of memorabilia that I don't know about. The amount people think golf should be paid in this next contract. <laughs> <laughs> One more hint. Uh, Stoney is right. It is a piece of sports memorabilia sold this week for $26,000. Which sport? Is it a North Carolina? I thought I saw something with North Carolina. This it week. is NFL related. Okay, well, it's not North Carolina. Thank you. <laughs> NFL related. Uh, Patrick oh, Mahomes oh, jersey. Um, oh, I know what it is. I think it's Tom Brady. What the shirt he wore at his combine? Maybe. You are exactly wrong. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it feels like? <laughs> 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 but I know it was, um, they paid for something. I was about to say, is it uh, something, a Patrick Mahomes jersey? Close. It is Super Bowl related. Yeah, Brady stolen jersey. Super Bowl related. Brady stolen jersey. No. Oh. Super Bowl related. All right, what is it? Oh, the tra- oh I know. The um, Super Bowl jersey that uh, Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift signed? No. That was, I saw that. Was right. a, I saw that was at an auction. Are we have enough right. guesses now? Yeah, I, I've grown bored of this. I now. saw that one. <laughs> this bores me. Uh, no, it's the Super Bowl Fifty Eight game coin sold at an online auction this week for twenty six thousand dollars. Hmm. Right. Who cares? And believe some of it or all of it going to charity. Why would I, I need that? It's a tw- it's a quarter. 
No, it was a commemorative coin. Well, it was over, no, it was the overtime coin. Oh. That's why it's expensive. Oh, so it's a dollar. Okay, so why am I spending $26,000? <laughs> I mean, because if you're a Chiefs fan, you want the actual coin that you walk in your man. You know, that's the coin that they flipped when the Chiefs won. I'm rich. I just threw away my money. <laughs> All right, here's another one for you. Ten games. Ten games. Um, ten games. This week, something happened ten game related. Oh, oh, uh, Patrick Kane. Points. Ten game ten, streak. Ten game streak. That was more than that, I think. Close, but no. I thought that was a good guess. Thank you. And I'm not the hockey nista. Austin Matthews. Very close. Dylan Larkin. No. Because he was also on a point streak as well. Ten game. Not Austin Matthews. It's one of Kenny's guys. Oh, Mo Sider. No. No. <laughs> Ten games. Actually, I don't know if it's one of Kenny's guys. Oh. But I've heard you talk about this it's, guy. It's a hockey player is what we're getting at here. <laughs> yes. Uh, Another Alex to break it. I don't know. Someone ended their 10-game drought with an overtime winner this week. Panarin. They had a 10-game scoreless drought. I don't know. I'm just liking this music right I'm now. I'm going to say. All right. The Pan answer is. Panarin, maybe. Connor McDavid. Oh, okay. Kenny. Uh, I know. I, I never would have guessed that he was in a drought to begin with. I right. went right over my head. Connor McJesus. Is, is, is he the GOAT right now, the greatest who's never won anything? Absolutely. All right, so special day we got Stoney in today. So we thought we'd do a little Stoney edition of By the oh, Numbers. Boy. I'm going to throw a little couple Stoney-related By the Numbers for you guys. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Will Chamberlain. Uh, <laughs> okay. June 19th. June 19th in Stoney's life. What does that represent? June 19th. Rick, I don't even know. Uh, is it Springsteen's birthday? No. That'd no. Be September 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> what time was he born? That I don't know. Of June... course he knew that, though. <laughs> yeah. June 19th. June 19th. It was none of the Flyers Stanley Cups because the first one was May twenty nine, May nineteenth. That was my next guess. It was like the. Is that when the Sixers won the title in 83 with Moses? No, June nineteenth, nineteen eighty six. I was here. Is when I moved here. Len Bias died. Oh yes, that's and most notable for the last time, Stoney touched cocaine. Let's give it a round. June 19th. June 19th. I should know that because the gov would always point it out to me every June 19th. Oh, you know today. All right, here's another one for stoning. The 30th of January. I'll even give 30th? you another clue. The 30th of January of this year. 30th of January this year. So that'd be 2024. January 30th. Oh. Thinking. I was about to say, it wasn't when he gave his uh, 
10-page goodbye speech. No. That was in February, so it probably, went, it probably went that long. Right, it started. It started January 30th. Another uh, hit? NBA-related. Is that when Joel Embiid got hurt? Close. That was the last time Joel Embiid played an NBA game. Okay. It was January 30th. Okay, Stoney. <laughs> That means he was right because that's he got hurt true. that day. So yeah, that was yeah, the that's day right. he got hurt. He was right. right. Yay. All right. All right, I'll give you a bonus one. Three times. What's happened to Stoney three times in his life? Too easy. She was only pregnant once. Uh, <laughs> two uh, practice rounds. I mean, all together. Yeah. <laughs> two practice rounds and then it worked. Oh, Three times. I was. I didn't have jobs. Uh, or, close. Three times. The number of times Stoney has mortgaged his house to pay for front row Springsteen tickets. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll give you one more. You're okay. 18 in five. 18 in five. 18 <laughs> in five or 18 and five? Yeah, in record? five. Oh, I-N. In. Oh. 18 in, in five. five. Um, the number of times he's seen Springsteen in five years. Close. No. Um... How many pa- how many classes I took it for no. The number of vacations he took in five years. <laughs> that's pretty no, good. That's, that's, pretty that's, good. that's that's the other mic. Um, <laughs> eighteen and five. How many games the Lions have won in five years before this year? No, it's got it's Stony related. Oh, that's right. Right. Um, eighteen and five. God. Eighteen and five. The number of times Stoney will tell you he is the godfather of sports radio in a five-minute conversation. <laughs> Stoney, he, I've, I've, never, amuses, I've never said that. Stoney, that's all like right, giving throw yourself me out of here. Stoney, he amuses himself. <laughs> he amuses me sometimes. Not on that one. All right, I'm going to go out. Can, on can we end on a high note, or is that it? All right, I'll, let me give you one more. Okay. 1975. Is this just a Stony. regular one or a Stony? This is a Stony. 1975. 1975. Well, the last day of 1975 was the first day I saw Bruce Springsteen. 1975 was also the last time the Flyers won the Stanley Cup. That is correct. All right. <laughs> long time ago. Long, long yes. time ago. And by the way, Kenny, did you see that documentary yet? <laughs> no, I have not seen the documentary. <laughs> okay. so. All right. That is... By the numbers. I was one of those guys, you know, well, I don't know if you know, but who liked, you'd see pictures in movies or whatever, or if you were with people that would just do like, I don't know, eight balls. Like, so like a lot of lines at once. Okay. I could do maybe one or two and I had, that was it. I was, you know, that's enough. Anyway, that was a long freaking time. So we'll leave it at that. I love how you started saying, well, you know. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Stoney. No, oh, I don't know. Right, <laughs> right like, Tony, I can't relate. You like, saw Scarface, didn't you? <laughs> I got eight balls in. I can't do one of those guys, lines. you know. I can only do one. <laughs>
you know, there are people who you'd party with who'd be chained to the mirror, as we used to say. But I just dabble, just a little dab, just recreation. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Kids, kids, don't try this at home. It's bad for you. Anyway, we love you, Stony. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> By the way, I do want to say I do want to publicly thank the Detroit Lions and in particular uh, Eamon uh, Reynolds and their PR staff and Dan Campbell. I came home yesterday from my vacation. There was a FedEx box at my house. There was an autographed picture that was John didn't autograph it. Was me, John, and Dan Campbell from training camp. Really? And he wrote a hell of a run, Dan Campbell. Oh wow! Yeah, it was really nice. So, thank you very much. Oh, that was that that was nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think we would ever get something like that. Oh, we're not getting. You know what we would get? Nope. You know, you know what we would get? Brad Holmes signing the receipts. Saying <laughs> bye bye. You know what he would say? We do draft running backs. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll cut him in four years and right. draft another one. Right. Okay, guys, we do draft running backs. How about that? I would have to respect him if he said something like that. Though. Honestly, I would I would get that framed. I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, that's yeah, there it is. All right, David, <laughs> any ticket text? Oh my god. We got who said it coming up later this hour. Yeah, someone says great song. I need to hear more of that. <laughs> yes, best intro song ever. <laughs> Another one says, Love this week's Stony by the numbers. A crack up every time Roberto talks and how he's constantly making himself laugh. <laughs> You know, it's corny when Roberto starts laughing a lot. And we're all just looking at him like, it's not that funny. But he finds it hilarious. <laughs> someone says someone needs to throw the numbers out to Roberto because with sports, he would have no idea what these numbers are. That's for damn sure. Someone says you should have did 15. That's 15 pounds of coke. Nope. Nope. Did not. <laughs> if, we play, if we're playing the high-low game on the Price of Right, way lower. I like how he just started this segment off. Like, you know when he had a whole bunch of lines? Of, like, he looks at David. You know. You know, when you have a whole bunch of lines. Like, he picked the pastor out of the group. <laughs> Hey, at least I'm looking at somebody, you know? That's my my eye contact right. was good on that it's one. Like you weren't supposed to tell him, Stoney. Right. Behind the scenes at Greater Life. Oh, no. No. Whoa. Not Greater Life, Greater Lines. Oh. <laughs> you heard of my rock and my redeemer? We know what the rock stands for. Oh, no. No. <laughs> All right. We've officially lost cabin pressure. <laughs> David, help us, please. I love that reference, though, Stoney. That was a great reference. It really was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Someone says, I actually love uh, sports by the numbers for this week. That is great. I can't wait to hear more next week. Oh, my. <laughs> Someone, <laughs> I can try to get myself together here. Uh, regarding the uh, college stuff that you all brought up, someone's saying the Big 12 is a complete it's complete garbage now. I don't want them to have any votes on anything coming forward. They don't. They mm. they got neutered. And it, it was, as far as the college football playoff format, the Big Ten and the SEC walked in there yep. and basically said, it's ours. Either you do what we say or we're going to walk away. And everybody just 
They bent the knee. It oh, was like said, Game of Thrones. Yeah, they said, yes, sir, may I have another? Huh. They were Kevin Bacon. Someone says, Afternoon Stoney is wild. <laughs> I just, well, Afternoon Stoney gets him a little more sleep than Morning Stoney. <laughs> Another person says, although it's kind of strange hearing your voice in the Afternoon Stoney, it is great to have you back on radio. Seems like forever. You are awesome. It's been, you know what, it's, everybody, it's, it, was like a vac- it was like a vacation with a holiday with maybe two extra days. Because you know the what? first day was President's Day, so I would have probably been off anyway, or one of us would have been off. And then I was off for, you know, we're allowed five, six days, so I took an extra two or three days. So it was, it was basically almost two weeks. Yeah, the, the whole President's Day thing still, like, there's certain days that I'm like, we got that day off, Jimmy? Yeah. No. Nah, well, you you're know working. What? Oh, you got President's Day off. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what's amazing? Not the, when I was a kid... And I bet you it was when you were in elementary school, too, because I remember this in high school. We used to, in Philadelphia, suburbs, we used to get off for Lincoln's birthday, which was the 12th, and Washington's birthday, which was the 22nd. And they decided sometime when I was in to combine them and had just make it one. We used to have both of them off. Maybe it's because you were in Philly and it meant a lot more. Did not have that here. No. It was just or a, just I'm old and it, that's right. It was. I was about to yeah. say what was that 1925. <laughs> 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 we, hey, we got Abe Lincoln showing up to class. <laughs> Afterwards, I'm going to go see this play at Force Theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I have to read this one. Stony, don't let Roberto give you crap about Springsteen. Roberto has gone broke following Kiss. Yeah, oh, you know yeah. he has. Yeah, yeah, he's got all type of memorabilia, albums, and all that. See, I, I, I didn't know what to expect for Afternoon Stony. Really didn't, because like, like I said I did a Lions pregame show, but that's pretty much scripted the yeah. stuff you could do. But you heard me in the afternoons no, for I've, years, right? Right, I, I heard right, you, but it right. was just like you know you moved and you kind of changed. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm not Wojo, but right. yeah, you, yeah, you show up on time. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm just going to read one more it's, here. I'll leave that alone. It's yeah. funny because it's true. Go ahead. Tony, <laughs> you are a freaking legend. So glad to hear you today. This show, this combination is fun to hear today. I'm enjoying the laughs. Yeah, it's fun. We'll be, I'll be here Monday and Tuesday. And then with Valenny on uh, next Friday and the following Monday. And then in with Wait, Gator. Ne- the next Friday. Yeah. I got the day off. Yeah. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I Vacation do? days by the numbers. Yeah, Wait, I, I got it. That's what it says. Yeah, we'll and, talk. I, we'll talk. You have a four, you have a four <laughs> day weekend, Rico. Right? He's off Friday and Monday because I believe I'm in the eighth and the eleventh. I think you are. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it, Rico. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vacation planning on the air. Okay, I'll take it. Well, today is a holiday. What's the holiday? Today is National Peanut Butter Day. So those of you celebrating, I hope you're on my side. I'm a creamy guy. Don't I'm get not- it stuck in your mouth. Oh. What? What, Roberto? You're a crunchy guy? Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, Who said it next? <laughs> 97.1. <laughs> we do this every Friday where we take little snippets from all the different shows throughout the week. Roberto cuts them up, and we have to guess. Who said it? Uh, 
All right, gentlemen, you know the rules. You know the game. Audio heard this week on this station. Let's play Who Said It. Number one. Court storming is generally fun. And most of the time, nothing bad happens. Hmm. <laughs> Did we uh, talk court storming? We mentioned it, but no one said that. Well, I can honestly say that I was not. This is the first time I've been on the air, obviously, in a while. So it wasn't me. <laughs> uh, and I, the only thing I listened to all week was Monday, your Tom Izzo stuff. I was, I was in the car, so I put it on for like 10 minutes. Um, sounds like Doug to me. Court storming is normally fun. Because that's something I would say. That's why I'm like, did we say, did we talk court storming? I think Stoney has the right show, but the wrong guy. I think that's Gator. I do vaguely remember them talking about it. I didn't hear this quote verbatim, so I'm not 100%. But my guess, I think it's Gator. And I hear it again. Court storming generally is fun. And most of the time, nothing bad happens. I'm going to go a different individual on that show. I'm going to the co-host, Kang. <laughs> oh, Hmm. You know what? Since they were all taken, and you said we didn't do it here. No, we did it, but I don't think you said anything like that. All right. Then maybe I'll go with the uh, schmarmy one. I'm going to go with Jim Costa. All right, everybody in? Yeah. Yep. Who said it? Court storming generally is fun. And most of the time, nothing bad happens. <laughs> That's right. Jim Costa. Jim Costa has to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me give you another court storming since we're, we're on that. Let's go. Here we go. We have to ban this. We have to end these stormings. This is unacceptable, and it's a danger to society. Okay. Uh, uh, right. Is this for real? Uh, All right. So, there's no way Jansen would say that because he actually his children stormed the big house after Ohio State right. game. Gator would never. I'm going to say because it's so out of the ballpark. I'm going to say it's Rieger. Yeah, is Rieger eligible? Hold on, is Rieger eligible? No, but I will say that. Okay, just because you said it doesn't mean. Oh, you, you meant said it. it. Oh, got you. Okay. So somebody read now, something. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to change my mind. And I'm going to say uh, Gator. Read it again, Roberto. We have to ban this. We have to end these stormings. This is unacceptable, and it's a danger to society. That's John Jansen. Being hyperbolic, acting like the tough guy. That's John Jansen. But it would have, it could have been until Roberto basically said he was saying it in sarcasm. Right. And I was already thinking, John, but yeah. now with the sarcasm in my head, because Roberto just probably right. gave it away, I'm thinking John Steele. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm thinking this was because this. I wonder if this was Mike making fun of Jay Billis. Oh. 
because Jay Billis was saying that this is the worst thing ever. I'm going to go Mike. Not you, Mike, but I know. Bellini. <laughs> All right. Is Rico right? Who said it? We have to ban this. We have to end these stormings. This is unacceptable. All right, it's that's a enough danger of it. to society. <laughs> Go cheer for the gray horse. All right. We have to ban this. <laughs> Mike, I'm not done yet. Stop. Roberto with the assist with the uh, sarcasm there. Yeah, you really shouldn't do that. Never again. No. You know what? Hey, I'm, listen. I'm two for two. I think I, I may know. opt out. I'm going to come the... up with new new stuff here, all right? I'm going straight to the league. I'm opting out. Oh. All right, here's another one. I don't like to be rushed, but when it comes to shopping, I'm all on board with how guys shop. Mm, I know the show. They, Yeah, I know the show as well. I know the show because let me help you with this, Stoney. Kang came up with this uh, quick AF store where. A pop-up store? Where you basically, it's kind of like a, a one of those uh, Costco type stores where you basically you got ten minutes, get in, you get out. That's it. Oh, then I'll say. So we know it's one of three people. So I know it, it's it's Karsh. Can I hear it one more time? I don't like to be rushed, but when it comes to shopping, I'm all on board with how guys shop. No, I think this is Gator. I was also leaning Gator, but I always lean Gator, and I don't want to be wrong here. But you can't so help yourself, I can't help David. myself. I can't. I'm sorry. I got to go. <laughs> I try. You know me. I try. You Come can't on. help you. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go Gator as well because Gator doesn't like to be told what to do. Gator is like he will die on some hills that you're just like, really, man? I'm going Gator. All right. A lot of people going gator. Are you right? Who said it? I don't like to be rushed, but when it comes to shopping, I'm all, I'm all on board with how guys shop. <laughs> <laughs> He's on board with how guys shop. Did you know that? No. <laughs> Obviously, because I said Karsh. <laughs> I'm over three. Where's my waist? Uh, where's my patch? <laughs> all right. Here we go. Number four. Do I think they can be a playoff team? Yes. Do I expect them now to be a playoff team? 100%. Sounds like me. Um, Wait, one more time. Do I think they can be a playoff team? Yes. Do I expect them now to be a playoff team? 100%. It's either Costa or John. So I'll say John. I think this might be me talking about the Red Wings. He never uses you. He has once or twice before. I think you know, David used you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Roberto, Roberto never uses me. you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'll guess me the first time ever in Roberto's history. Yeah, I need to hear it one more time. Do I think they can be a playoff team? Yes. Do I expect them now to be a playoff team? 100%. I'm going with Kenny as well going to believe that Roberto's going to use Kenny this week. Wow. I think it's the right show, but I think it's the wrong person. I think this is Mike. When I offered the deal, 
I'm going to say Mike again. Mm. Would I go with Mike Valenti twice in one week? Now I'm feeling better because he's trying to get me to change yeah, my mind. Yeah, and, and he's setting it up that he is. <laughs> yeah, he did it again. Congratulations, Rico. All right. Are you guys right? Am I right? Who said it? Do I think they can be a playoff oh! team? Yes. Do I expect them now <laughs> to be a playoff team? 100%. Yeah. Oh, I got off the side. I know my guy. We got time for one more? Yep. All right, let's go. One more. Here we go. A lot of fed. <laughs> a lot of fast food places have happy hour now to try to get you in the hours they don't have a lot of customers. We are all for lower prices. I think this was the Wendy's thing. I'm going to go uh, Jim Costa. Could this be Heather with the news? Oh. Oh, it. It sounds like a, a news story, but it's. I think it's Costa's reaction. Say it again, it. Roberto. A lot of fast food places have happy hour now to try to get you in the hours they don't have a lot of customers. We're all for lower prices. I think it's Heather. I'll go with Heather. No, I'm going to go with Jim Costa. Who'd you say, Stoney? Costa. I'm going to go with Kang. I'm going to go to the midday show. I'm going to go with Kang. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Rico on fire this week. Who said it? Like a lot of fast food places have a happy hour now to try to get you in. Yes! They don't have a lot of customers. I'm, we're all for lower prices. What made you think that? Um, Because they talked about that. And I was driving. Oh, so I thought you it was heard word it. soup. I thought that's <laughs> no, no, how you <laughs> thought about it. No, 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 no. I didn't hear. I know it was the mid midday show, and I'm thinking, yeah, it was the uh, the host of the show. It was Kang. Yes, and it is regarding those. What are they calling those prices now? What are they calling? I, I, dynamic. Sur- yeah, I, I, dynamic. Price surging. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that is who said it. Ninety-seven one. All right, can I ask you a question here? Now, as you know, one of my foibles, faults, whatever words you want to use since I went to a school that has a Division One basketball team but doesn't have a football team, I root for Michigan in football and root for Michigan State in basketball. But I like both. Like when Michigan State's playing football, I hope they win. When Michigan plays basketball, I hope they win. But when they play each other, I root for whatever. We all know. Is there any Michigan fan in existence that would either A, want or justify Jawan Howard coming back next year. 248-539-9797 if, if there is one. Because I, I think Jalen Rose is the only one I, I found. And that fanboy, and I understand, I, I understand he wants his buddy, his former teammate. Mm-hmm. I get all that. That's fine. Anybody else? Stoney, I don't think people care. Yeah, I know. I know because like they only care when every you're good. day. Every day I get a phone call from Jeff Rieger. Why is he still coach? Why is he still like Rieger? When your athletic director comes out and says, "Not even really on my radar. Not on. Uh, I I've never thought about it." It tells me that he's safe. Stony. Not only do I think he's not going to get fired, I think he will be back next year because he talks like a man who knows. I've talked to the right people. They've reassured me. It's like Troy Weaver. When you hear Troy talking, you're like, Troy ain't getting fired. 
Troy's coming back. Like, because he, when Juwan started talking about next year and, and, and he's just so zen like, the house is burning down and he's a little dog in the meme with the holding right. a cup of coffee yes. saying everything's fine. This is fine. It's like you just got blown out by 30 points at Rutgers. They led wire to wire. You were never the closest you were in the game was two nothing. I think at one point they had more turnovers than Rutgers had field goals. And it was not that early in the game. Look, it's they're horrible, and that's being nice. And I know they've had the injury deal, and I know, well, at least Dougie got to uh, cross state lines yesterday and, and, and play but a road game. That, that, yeah. that, that, that to me, was, is the microcosm of this program, let alone all the other stuff that he did, you know, the Wisconsin and the, the Maryland coach. And, and I just don't understand why you would bring him back. What is the – unless there's some kind of – and it's crazy because you don't think there will be because the way the recruiting game has changed, unless he has some unbelievable recruits coming in, unless there's something that we don't know about, it ain't happening. Or you just want to say, you know what, he'll stay. That way I don't have to go and hire somebody and pay him even more than I'm paying Juwan. I think that's one of the main reasons because he's not coming in, he's not breaking the bank. If you bro- – you want to bring in, because people like Nate Oates. First of all, Nate Oates has a ridiculous buyout at Alabama. Right. Nate Oates would take this job, but you're going to have to pay Nate Oates, the head coach of Alabama, to come up here. I think he was originally a Romulus high yes, school head he coach. Yes, he was. I don't think he, I don't think, there's Nate, always something about Nate Oates that is, turns some people off about him in, in, in Michigan, and even Michigan State. Well, it could be the fact that, you know, all the stuff that happened while he was the head coach of Alabama and, you know, yes. people died yeah. Man, well, on yes. his watch. Yes, but even even before that, you always heard stories that Nate was a little bit uh, on the slimy side. But whether it's true or not, maybe I shouldn't have said it, but that's always... Uh, here's who, if I'm a Michigan fan, there's two people I definitely would... Uh, three, okay? Now, I don't know if... Shaka Smart. Now I know he hasn't had tournament success. Okay, okay. So I I get that, and he's in Marquette, which has a better program. Right, but Shaka Smart hasn't done anything in since a tournament. That miracle run at VCU. No, his teams have been good, but they haven't had done anything in the tournament. Like I said, I mean, last year, what did they were a two seed and got upset by MSU? Yes, uh, Chris Collins. He seems like it would be a good fit at Michigan. He would. And the other one is, and I've no, and I'm sure he's going to be gone. Is Dusty May at Florida Atlantic, right up, to, right, right where I was. I drove past there like every day to, uh, last week. Okay, I don't think Michigan would do that. But he's a young coach. He was in the NCAA championship game last year from Florida Atlantic. Obviously, the guy can coach. If you're at a place like Michigan that despite where basketball is on the totem pole, you still should be able to and historically can recruit. You know what, Stoney? I don't think there's enough Michigan basketball fans that care. I don't think there's enough Michigan basketball fans that's going to petition Ward Manual to make the change. Should you? Yeah, for the first time since I think, I think Costa told me like 67, Michigan is dead last in the Big Ten in hoops. I mean, and, and they did it with style, Flair, they really wanted, I mean, this entire season was yes. a debacle. And on top of that, it's like every the more and more they lost, the happier and gleeful Juwan was. He was strange at the press conference. Going to Illinois, you're welcome. 
for Terrence oh, Shannon. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. We didn't take him. And then, well, you, hey, we you know take what? you because I'm so ridiculously naive or didn't vet out my own school to realize that he couldn't get in. And then I forgot the one game. He's like, you know, if, if they had the heart, you know, stat, we would have won. Like, we had heart. Like, oh, really? What are we doing? This is Michigan. So, 248-539-9797. There's actually a name to add to the three names that you have. I'll give that to you next. So if you want to talk about that, we will. Plus, we got a little Lions talk next, 97-1. Yeah, because this is all over an altercation no, that happened. unless there's a new coach there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's yeah. an altercation that happened mm-hmm. in the weight room. Well, nobody really knows, but I got to think Michigan has to know. Stoney, there's cameras everywhere mm-hmm. on campus. But, yeah, it kind of leads to what we ended the last hour with, with Juwan Howard. And if you're a Michigan fan, Michigan fan, if you're out there, they got to make a change, right? Because I don't think that they will. I don't think that Michigan cares enough. You won the national title in football, and I think they're still drunk off of that, Stoney. They don't really. The fact that they don't even try to sell out the Chrysler Arena when you hear go green, go white, when you hear boiler up, when you don't even know who's the road team in your mm-hmm. own place, they're not trying to hide it anymore. They don't care. It really boils down to that. Michigan doesn't care about the program. Ward Manuel has come out and said, never even thought about it. It hasn't crossed my mind. He's coming back. Juwan will be your head coach next year. Does he have this stellar recruiting class? No, I think I looked. He's got two low four-stars and a three-star coming in. Most of the guy, like his best player in Kamwa is out for the year, so he can use that as, well, this is why the team was so bad. I don't think they're I don't think they're gonna fire him. I think he's gonna be back. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Stoney, another name that you threw out. You threw out three names. Right. And here's a name that if anything would ever happen to Izzo, I would hope that Alan Howler would pick up the phone and call Fred Hoiberg. Oh, that's a good one. In Nebraska. He has turned Nebraska around. I know. He goes out, he believes in the portal. You give him the resources that a Michigan or Michigan State has, I think this kind of like Collins. You're kind of hamstrung at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. You go out there and That's you That's a get, good name. You go get something like that, but in lieu of this, Sanderson resigning. Well, the story got was broken by Katie Strang from the Athletic, which means there's some stuff there, and I'm just glimpsing over. I guess they achieved some emails and stuff that Sanderson accused Howard of doing. It was just So this tells me once again, Howard's coming back. Because if he wasn't, then I think Coach Sanderson would have been back next year. But he's probably gotten to, hey, we're going to go ahead and keep Juwan. For some reason, enough people are supporting him other than Jalen Rose. Guys, Juwan's coming back next year. Now, is it fair as a Michigan fan? Probably not. No. But I don't think that enough people care especially in the honeymoon period that is your national championship in football, Stoney. Who cares? I knew when Michigan let MSU, not even a good MSU team, but buy up all those seats and show up. And when you're listening to the broadcast, and I think it was um, Holloman was shooting a three, and uh, was, it, was it Jim Jackson was like, man, if he hits that three, they're going to blow the roof off. And then they had to stop themselves like, wait, Who's the home team yeah. here? 
Yeah. That's happened before when Michigan State was really good in one of those years where Michigan stunk. This but year, Michigan then changed the ticket policy yes. and said this will never happen again. Well, they didn't care this year. Yeah, they care about money like everybody else in the world. 248-539-9797. So that's just – I don't think he's going anywhere. Let's go to the phone lines. Jeff, you're on 97.1. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, good. Jeff. Fabulous to hear Sony on the air again, man. Isn't it? It's only been 10 oh, days. Oh, my God. Thank you, though, Jeff. Papers. Thank you. The uh, the you-know-what tape is just hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> um, I want Juwan Howard to come back, and I agree with Rico that he will be brought back. And one thing that has been mentioned is he underwent major, major surgery last summer. Huge. The perfect aneurysm. He, ne- perfect... he nearly died. It's the per- okay? it's the he nearly per- died. I understand that. This, this it... surgery saved his life. The perfect okay, out. So he went into the season under unusual medical circumstances, and it's just super bad optics to fire a guy after he okay. went that. And when he even tried to start coaching, uh, he was still weakened. So that's a big factor. Secondly, I think uh, they're going to give him another shot at the transfer portal. And third, you talk to like a guy like Hunter Dickinson who adored Howard. So I just think those three factors, it was just bad optics. Well, let, one well, let me, can I, Jeff, can I, Jeff, hold, hold, Jeff, hold on. Not a good fan base. Yeah. Jeff, can I ask you a question? I, I look, yeah. I, I agree the hard thing, which to me is a perfect out for them to say, look, just say you're for health reasons, you're gone. That's number one. Number two, why do you want him to come back? What has he shown you? He had a couple of good years. I'll give him that. I, I look, when I'll never forget working in the morning and the beeline story breaks and Juwan Howard was the first guy I thought of and said they get him. And it worked for a little bit, but the little bit's been way too long. Why? What have you seen basketball wise that you, that you want him back? Well, two things. Number one, uh, the Doug McDaniel suspension actually was pretty gutsy. I was sports editor of the Ann Arbor News for 15 years and I saw a lot of weird stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what he did was he suspended McDaniel for all the road games, which meant Michigan was helpless. Okay, that took guts. He didn't have to do that, but he did. And uh, could that suspended was pretty, him uh, he could have suspended him for the, for the home games too. No, no. Doug has played in all the home games, and that makes Michigan at least marginally competitive. But he suspended him for all but the road games. What about being a leader and the guy has to go to class? class. What yeah, about that? Yeah. Well, if, if you're going to suspend him, you suspend him for maybe a shorter period of time, but for uh, you know both home and away. No, the point is that at road trips, it, it disrupts your academic schedule. If you just the play point the home is, game. you sound crazy as a fan. You really do. That's the point. You are just defending Michigan on every end, and you sound crazy. Yeah. Um. The hard thing I look. Kenny, I how about it. that patch on the wings jersey? <laughs> <laughs> defending the suspension? No, that's to me. It was that's the microcosm of the program this year. I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm emotional. That's okay. I'm so sorry. Th- that and, and look, if there's anyone who knows the palestra around here better than me, there's not that many. There's a few. And, yes, it was cool that Martelli got the coach there, but that just – No, no, no. You know what the problem I that, had? That, that should never have happened. No, no. I understand. At the beginning of the game, it's it's a ceremony. He's there. You let him go. It's kind of like being the honorary captain. Go out for the coin flip. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the game – it was Martelli drawing up plays. Right. Howard's on the at the back of the huddle. I know. You, I, David, as I told him back then, 
It's like being the lead singer of a group. You never give up the microphone. I know. Okay? You don't let somebody else go into your territory. But he did. I thought that was it. The fact that you got a Michigan fan, Stoney, and because of people like him, I'm telling you, Jawan will and, and, and Rieger just texted us, and he's right. He said, you know, at least Doug made them competitive. He played last night. They lost by 30 to a bad Rutgers team. Welcome back to the road, huh? Yes. Well, he must Rutgers, have too many, too, many, too many subs that they ordered, too many number 10s at the Jersey Mike's Arena. Let's go back to the phone lines. Dave, you're on 97-1. Hey, how's it going, fellas? Hey, Dave. Good. Hey. Hey, Stoney. Yeah. Great talking to you. I, I was never able to talk to you because I was always driving. Thank but, you. Uh, it's great. It's awesome to hear your story, your, your uh, uh, voice. Thank you. Hey, Juwan, Juwan Howard, okay, his temper is uh, a big problem. I mean, he, this John Sanderson thing is, like, huge. Losing a strength coach like that, it, 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 it's unbelievable. Over his son, and he actually was trying to fight him. Ward Manuel is the big problem because since he's been there, we've lost the hockey coach, the baseball coach, the softball coach, the swimming and diving coach, the volleyball coach. Harbaugh doesn't count because he's always going to go to the NFL. But Ward Manuel made the easy hire when he hired Jawan Howard, had no head coaching experience. He should have hired Jokic. Jacques was a defensive coordinator for Beeline. Right. Basically saved Beeline. I mean, we we Beeline when he made Jokic the defensive coordinator, that's when Michigan basketball took off. And that would have been a great hire to bring out Jokic back. He hired a, a, a Fab Five guy for the for the splash with no head coaching experience and his temper he should have been fired two years ago. Well, you talk about his temper. Thanks for the call. And I'm I'm reading this story here, okay? The emails that Katie Strang, who does a great job of doing undercover stuff, you know, for the athletic, investigative stuff. So in emails that they recovered, Sanderson, the strength and conditioning coach who just they announced he's not coming back, he's resigning, whatever. He he said Jace Howard was berating the trainer that caused the scene. Sanderson described the scene as totally under out of control, said the trainer was trying to calm Jace down and get him to discuss a matter privately. And he said, noticing the trainer look increasingly desperate and panicked, Sanders intervened, yelled at Howard from 30 feet away, you're a student athlete, and he is a professional. You don't talk to professionals like that. That's disrespectful, entitled. Then when Sanderson looked back, he saw Jawan came at him, quote, angry and ready to fight. Well, you know, he grew up on the Chicago streets. Repeatedly yelling as players and staff held him back. He kept aggressively pursuing me to fight as the players and staff were doing their best to restrain him. He was out of control. It was an ugly scene. I had no choice but to stand my ground. I didn't back down. A few of the players and staff got in front of me as well in an effort to keep us separated. That's what Sanderson wrote in the email. What is Juwan? I feel like uh, what was the Lions coach? What is what you got to do to get fired oh, around um, here? Daryl Rogers. Yeah. What does Juwan have to do to get fired around here? Because you just got embarrassed on the road by Rutgers by thirty, and this ain't even good Rutgers. It'll be next year. That's Rutgers right now. Yeah. Two four eight five three nine nine seven nine seven. Ticket text phone calls next ninety seven one. Juwan's on a zero tolerance policy. 
Now, I don't know about you, but zero tolerance means yeah. one more time and you're done. And Indiana got rid of Bobby Knight because, Bobby, one more time and we can't support you. Yeah, how many uh, how many, tri- how many more t- championships did Bobby Knight have than Juwan? A few more. Yeah. This, once again, tells me Juwan's not going anywhere. Michigan, for some reason, Ward Manuel and the Michigan Wolverines are fully backing this man. He's... A, You've had every opportunity. You, you could have stepped away after your heart attack. Health reasons, no shame in that. Go take care of yourself. You got a family, Juwan. When this incident happens and your team is this bad, here's a chance to part ways and you probably, what, what I like to call the male talker rule. We don't have to pay you jack. You screwed yourself over. Goodbye. Yeah. Nope. You got rid of your strength and conditioning coach. Well, you let him walk away and resign. You kept him. He's your coach. He's going to be your coach next year. 248-539-9797. Michigan fans, do you agree with me? Or does Jawan Howard need to go? Because it's just new lows for Michigan basketball. When you're coming out talking about, well, if there was a, a thing called the heart stat, we got the most heart and we would have won that stat. Really? Because you know what? I'm going to go with things that a loser says for a thousand, please. <laughs> okay. The hearts. Hey, Illinois, you're welcome. Welcome. Yeah. Because we didn't take Terrence Shannon. We let you have him. Yeah, right. You're welcome. What are we doing yeah. here? You know what? If I was Juwan, I would have quit then. How about MSU fans take over your arena? He has the nerve to go into the press conference, and I watched it because I didn't believe what I read. We had a great crowd here tonight, and I was really proud of our crowd. Are you serious, Juwan? Did, did you not hear what was good? When your players are ticked off that they heard it, and they're like, that should have never happened here, and you come in here and thank your crowd? Come on, man. David, any ticket text? Or Michigan fans, just, or do you just not care? Yeah. We got a few, more than I thought we'd get, actually. We're just going to just bring it up. Right. Yeah. David? So, Juwan won the fight, huh? He's from the street, I see. He won (laughs) the fight. Him leaving tells me he knows Juwan's coming back, so I'm not coming back. See, and and I need to say this to you because I believe after War Manuel's comments when he publicly supported Juwan, Mm -hmm. I thought that was just, you know, he has to do this. Mm -hmm. Something he has to do. He can't throw him under the bus. And I told you then, nope. He's, he's still going to fire him at the end of the year. But every since then, there's been more and more. His comments, Jawan's comments after the Michigan State game, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. leaning towards, look like he's staying. Mm-hmm. And then this news today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Tom Izzle, go ahead and yeah. say it, David. Say it. This news today, the I guess guy's been there for a long time, the head athletic trainer, mm-hmm. and now he's gone and Jawan's not. Legendary trainer. Right. Well, I'm sorry, what would you say? I think you're right. Okay. Kenny? <laughs> Want to know why? Because I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, oh, because man. Sanderson, I mean, legendary Camp Sanderson is what they talk about, how he gets players ready, especially the basketball team. They go to him during the summer, and they come back, and they've added weight, and they're just they're, they're durable and ready to play in the Big Ten. Right. He's like Ben Harbor. He's the Ben Harbor. So they've lost their strength and conditioning in both. I look at this and I'm just like, wow. They don't care about they don't care about that program. They are still drunk off of the national title. 
Who cares what's going on in any other sport? We won the Natty in football. It goes to what I've always said. They'll risk it all for that football championship to hell with everything else. Any ticket text? Man, it's amazing. From Glenn, Beeline and Harbaugh weren't Ward Manuel's guys. You see what's going on. Ward is the problem at Michigan. Well, that's a whole other topic in and yes, of itself. I'm, uh, I'm still – Ward has yet to tell me how uh, Jeff Jackson was driving his <laughs> wife's vehicle and crashed it in the middle of the night at about 3 o'clock in the morning. Because, you know, that just happens everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Doug's suspension, that was the craziest suspension in the history of sports. Very stupid. What Jawan did was put a new definition. We now know what it means to be a little bit pregnant. Because that was his suspension. Yep. You're kind of suspended, but you're not suspended. You can play at home, but not on the road. Okay. And then the, hear the gloss over from your boy, uh, from Gus. Well, you know, he, he, he just had to learn from his mistakes. And, you know, he, he didn't really understand everything. Like, what, college students are supposed to go to class? I, I mean... Is that something you need to tell somebody in orientation, Stoney? No. It's hey, part of the sign up. You're you're new to college. You should probably go to class. Yeah. Take your test. Try to pass them. Matriculate to the next grade. Oh, you don't know what matriculate means? It means you move on yes. to the next grade. Yes. No, it's gutsy. What are you talking about? It's very gutsy. <laughs> and Hunter respected Juwan so much that he laughed. Right. Now a lot yeah. of that was nil, and I, I heard a lot of it was not. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Right. It was. I think Hunter knew. Don't tell that caller, though. I, I think no. Hunter saw the handwriting on the wall and he didn't want to be here. All right. Craig, you're on 97.1. Hey, good afternoon. Hold on, man. Good afternoon. There you go. Uh, thanks, guys. Hey, long time. First time. Uh, glad to call in. I'm just saying, Rico, you're right. Juwan, you need to go get up, get out. You ain't got to go home, but you can't stay here. Uh I'm going to be honest. I would kill. Beeline is rotting in the Pistons front office right now. No, he's not that even there. He's not going. even there. Well, hey, even if he's not there anymore, still give him a call. I would kill. They, the games were not pretty in Ann Arbor with him. Defensive battles. But, hey, he was the guy. Love to have him back. Watch your thoughts on that. I think that that ship has sailed, as they say, but you never say never. You know, as, as this radio station is very fond of, make the call. I don't think would he you, would. Would you go? Because, see, if you're going to go beeline, then I think you just go with um, uh, the assistant that's there now. Um, oh, uh, Martelli. Mar- yeah, well. If you're going to go beeline, you right. just, you know what? Keep Martelli. When Phil Martelli's coaching this team, that's a different team. That's a dangerous team, and they win. Or you promote maybe Saudi, maybe, if that's what you're going to do, if you're going to promote somebody from the I do staff. kind of feel that. Yes, yeah. You can go Saudi. I just think that Saudi's being hamstrung right now. I think right. Saudi exactly. has a lot of talent. Maybe he's waiting to take over the Oakland job. Maybe Kenny will like Oakland once Saudi goes there. Come on, this is the greatest year, there. baby. Campy's going to take us. They're going to the tournament. Take him to the tournament. You taking bets on that stone? No, <laughs> that's what I thought. No, I can't. I'll take you for a sandwich. I for think they're going okay. to the tournament. Sandwich, sandwich bet. If they'll go to the tournament, yeah, yeah. All right. Consider it a bet. Yeah. Would, you, would you go 
Depending if it was within no. like six, seven hours? Absolutely not. Okay. You think I'd waste a weekend for that? Oh, I didn't say a weekend. Just be one game. I'd be one and done. I'd have to travel. I wouldn't want to just come back the same day. I don't oh, want to do that. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious camping. what your... No, I, know you, I know your skepticism is. I just didn't know what your fandom was if they actually did make it. I will be a fan when Campy is no longer the coach. Even if they make it this year? Even if they make it this year. I would like to bring in Campy one day to just have him just eat lunch with me, you, and Evan. Just sit right there. He's a great, he's a great, he's a great guy. Oh, see that black? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> By the numbers. By the numbers. Next. 97-1. Uh, David, a couple ticket texts before we get to Rieger. I know he's got a lot to say. Yeah, he does already. I'm a Michigan fan first and then MSU second. Mm. I would fire Howard in a heartbeat. That's from Wes in Romeo. Um, That'd be Wes in New York. (laughs) Someone says uh, tickets to the next U of M basketball game are going for a dollar resale. Can't even give them away. You know who, who, who is their next game? Ohio State, I believe. I believe so, yeah. You know it's bad when it costs you more to park and the fees to buy the <laughs> ticket. Mm-hmm. That's when you know, just give it away. <laughs> that is sad. Yes, it is at Ohio State. Oh, it's oh, at Ohio no, no, no. State. So who's their final? Game? They have one more home game, I thought. Yeah, let me. We do have one more home game. It is against Nebraska. Okay. Ooh. Hoiberg. Fred Hoiberg. Well, well, here's the good news. Yes. They've only won one road game this year. Just so you know. All right, let's get to Rieger because I, I know Rieger. I want to see Ward Manuel have the balls to, like, meet with Fred Hoiberg. <laughs> he probably doesn't know who Fred Hoiberg is. <laughs> like, who's this tall guy? You guys still talking guy? about Michigan basketball? Yes. Hi, Jeffrey. Yeah, yeah. Stony, how are you? I'd I'm rather good. talk about Stony cocaine stories. I got to be honest. Okay, it's more it's more it's more exciting than Juwan Howard. I'll tell you that. Or it was not anymore, but yes. I, I would agree with you, Stony. It's good to hear you, my friend. How how was the vacation? Vacation was good. I actually broke a hundred once. What? Yeah, wow. I played with your boy Lesson and Radner. Oh. Well, well. <laughs> Rico, why weren't the why weren't the Valeni and Rico microphones on that golf course? <laughs> we needed you there, Rieger. I, I had a, a typical Stony round, 45-54. 45, very impressive. Oh, 54, not so much. Well, uh, I, I will have you know, not that anybody cares, guys. Um, I've played golf six times in the month of February. Okay, Rieger, Rieger, let me just okay. stop you. We it's tossed it's you. It's, a, my, it's yes. my fault. We tossed you a softball, and you're talking golf. That's my fault. I I mentioned what Rico, I did. Rico, Rico, it's not his y- fault. Y- yesterday, yesterday. You know what? No, 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 no. I, because you was, call me no, no, every I was morning. Angry. All sometimes nights too. Sometimes nights. I you you do a nice job of calming me down. I forgot the game was even on yesterday because that's how much I'm just annoyed by Michigan basketball. So I finished the Wings game, and I'm like, oh crap, Michigan's at Rutgers. And I look on Twitter, and the first thing I see is they were down at one point, like 45 to 16. I'm like, oh, Doug McDaniel's on the road. That's doing a good job. And then you wake up and you hear this John Sanderson story. Yeah. The funniest thing about this entire thing is. Like, I saw John U. Bacon says, oh, he thinks Ward's going to give Jawan another year. 
This is the most preposterous, embarrassing, pathetic situation. If you don't fire Jawan Howard, you don't care about Michigan basketball. I mean, You're you know, telling I, your and, fan base. And I know what you people will say. Nobody cares because they have no fans. You don't care. That, that's what you're telling them. You know what else, Jeff? You know, Sorry to cut you off. You know what else, Jeffrey? <laughs> there you go. When Katie Strang strikes with an article, you know it's bad. Oh, I would agree. She's mm-hmm. really good. Yes, she is. And yes, that article, not good. Here's the thing. Does this change anything? No, no, probably not. no. I'll tell Sanderson knows Jawan's coming back. That's why he resigned. He knows there's no point of fighting this. How can you bring him back? It's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard in my life. There's going to be no players next year. You didn't make the tournament last year. Next year, you're going to be even worse, potentially. You got eight wins this year. How are you bringing him back? Like, honestly, I know he's a Michigan man. I loved Jawan. I loved the Fab Five. Get rid of him. Jeff, he's got to go. I don't even think he cares. Jeff, the team has heart. <laughs> hey, yeah, so yeah, you're, you're, gotta you're, have you're, you're at LCA tonight. I see no Donovan Mitchell yes. and no Karis LeVert. Can the Pistons pull it off tonight? Speaking of Michigan, Karis LeVert, um, m- maybe, may- maybe that could be two in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really proud of the Pistons. They have nine wins. Michigan only has eight wins. That's right. And uh, there'll be uh, one more win, baby. And my 9 and 73 years from when I was 12 years old, the reckon they'll still hold up pretty good. <laughs> or 15 years old. I can't even do that. Uh, what did we do? Here's what I would say to you, Stoney. Mm-hmm. I know you gamble every now and then. Rico doesn't believe me. Tomorrow, like, like the Pistons stink. We know this. Michigan is just below stink. Embarrassing. Pathetic. However, Michigan State, your boy who... I believe he wants his son to date your daughter, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> no, Tom Izzo is going to give the double bird to every Spartan out there. They're going to beat Purdue for the first time in West Lafayette in like 100 years. And guys like Rico and Mike are going to have to apologize to Tommy. Uh, or you'll just be buying my lunch. Look, I would love for you to be right. Or I'll be buying your lunch. I would love for you to be right. There ain't no shot they're winning outright. Tomorrow? Yeah. Yes. I'm, t- I'm telling you, you get a week off. Xavier you Booker know, you, will get more blame. Zach, 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 will Zach, be non-existent. Rieger, you, you do realize that Purdue had a week off, too. I did see I, I did see Tyson Walker, that groin injury, might be uh, more serious than anybody. Zach, exactly. Edie might have 25 at the half. Oh. Uh, just follow him. Just, just literally. Michigan State has 17 big men, Rico. Follow him. Oh, just yeah. Follow and Rieger. But none of them are any good him. except for the one that doesn't play when he has And Rieger, to. remember what I told you the line was going to be? The line is now out. Yes, yeah. What is it? Well, oh, what is it? Uh, Purdue. Let me guess. Seven and a half. Minus nine and a half. You were right. Okay. He called it with Evan. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. All right. So, All Rieger, right. you know Nicely what? Done. Michigan State plus 390 on the money line. There you go. Yep, yep. Olive, I know where Olive's college fund's going. In, yeah. the, in the trash. It's a Matt Painter. <laughs> you know what? Good thing they got scholarships to Clown College because uh, Daddy's just giving away all the the real college money. Are you going to be at LCA tomorrow, Rieger? Uh, no, I'm going to be at the studio. We got a big Red Wing Panthers tilt stone. Are you going to be here? I'll be there. All, all right. right. Well, enjoy, guys. I enjoyed the show today, Stony. Good to hear your voice again. Everybody calls you like you've been dead. I know, like Stony. It's been less Stoney, than so two good weeks. To have you back on the air. It's two weeks today, <laughs> Stony. Yes. Thank God to have you back, buddy. Thank you very much, Jeff Rieger. Up Let's next. Have, have a great days. weekend. Ninety-seven-one. See you, boys. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 